When I record podcasts, I like to stay hydrated. Who knew talking could be so hard? My favorite drink to have to hand is Lifeline's Hydro OG. It's a tried and tested product for me. It helped me and my team complete a 24-hour podcast, giving us the edge that we needed to get over the finish line. So whether you're at the gym, on a bike ride, or just trying to get over that night before, Lifeline's Hydro OG has got your back. Each serving is stocked with all the healthy ingredients and vitamins you could ask for. There are a great range of flavors, and with each serving at only 18 calories, you really can't go wrong. Here at the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast, we like to support local, independent companies and brands, and Lifelines is a product that I am proud to endorse. Go to lifelines.com. Now that's L-Y-F-E-L-I-N-E-Z.com to find out more. Now, without further ado, here is today's episode. Hey guys, and welcome to today's episode. This is, I'm not going to ramble on too much because this is a long one. Um, I think this is officially our longest episode of the Shoes with Biscuit, but it's a really, really fun, good episode featuring Triple J and Marcus Hart from Ice Eyed Media. Um, I had so much fun chatting to to Jay and and to Marcus with with Verity, of course. Um, I've got to say, right? Um, so <laughs> when we, we do play some live music on this show, uh, on this episode, which is really, really good. I really enjoyed it, but I messed it up. I messed it up the first time. Um, I, I was playing the, the track, the backing track on my phone through my mixer and, um, then, then Jay started rapping away and I, I can't remember what I did, but I stupidly went to do something on my phone. And forgot that the music was playing on through through my phone on the mixer, and the music just stopped, and Jay just carried on rapping a cappella, and I was like, "I'm sorry," and we we cut it out. But I cut it out the show because I didn't want uh, I wanted Jay to sound at his best, if that makes sense. Um, so apologies, Jay. Uh, we don't usually do live music on the show. We did it with Chase and Mallory, um, but like, this is something new for us. Um, but you did really really well so um what you're about to hear is the best version of what we did right now i've got a couple of events to tell you about guys uh things that you you're going to enjoy um one is on the 18th of march and this is a fundraiser for lingan davis and it's going to be at netley hall um it's it's going to be a great evening um there's going to be live auction there's going to be dj clay five course tasting menu cooked by some of the greatest chefs in shropshire and us we're going to be there we're going to be doing interviews and stuff um it's going to be really really fun it's at netley hall a great location it's going to be a great evening and a great opportunity to um raise good money for a, a good charity so um if you if you want to book a ticket um you need to get in touch with Chef Liam James Tinsley. Um, he will uh, absolutely accept you, you, your message through if you want to buy a ticket. Um, £40 per ticket, but the live music, the live auction, and great food, and the opportunity to speak to us, of course. Uh, that's, that's, that's event number one you guys need to be aware of, about. And the other one is an evening with the Dirty Rockin' Scoundrels on May the 13th. Um, it's a one-off charity event with the Dirty Rockin' Scoundrels. If you've ever been to the um, Oktoberfest or, or the Food Festival or you know some of the things that are going on in town, the Dirty Rockin' Scoundrels are usually the headline act. They do a, a great job at getting the crowd going. And... <clears throat> 
I've been invited by by Kate Vaughan, who's who's put this on, um, to raise money for the charity WizKids. Um, and it's you know she's doing the London Marathon, and uh, this is a fundraiser for her attempts. Um, and we're going to be doing an evening with the Dirty Rockin' Scoundrels. So we're going to do a lots of music. We're going to have a, an on stage Q and A hosted by moi. Um, <laughs> and it's uh, it's going to be funny. It's at Shrewsbury High School, um, on the town walls. And you can get your tickets now by going to Eventbrite and just typing in an evening with the dirty rockin' scoundrels. I'll put a link on on our Facebook too, so you can you can get your ticket. It's cheap. It's only ten pound for general admission, which is very it's very cheap for an evening like this. So um, do your bit for charity. Have a great evening uh, with some great music, and um, I hopefully I'll see you there. Right, I'm going to get on with this episode because, it, it, like I said, it's long enough as it is. It's a great episode, though. Thank you so much to to Triple J. Make sure you guys follow him on social media, and also to Marcus Hart and the guys from Ice Eyed Media. Um, those guys are absolutely killing it, and we're, we've agreed I'm going to go around their studio and and take a look and do some work with them. So I'm really excited about that. Meeting creatives in Shrewsbury, it can't get any better than this. Right, let's get on with the episode. Hope you guys enjoy it. See you on the other end. Peace out. Hey guys, and welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. I'm Alex Whiteley, and I'm joined with my co-host, Verity. All right? Hi, yeah. How are you doing? I'm good. <laughs> I think good. the best way to do this is to ask how you're doing, because uh, oh. a hell of a week, haven't you? Yeah, no, I'm still here, which I'm you thrilled about. I made it. I ran a half marathon oh, wow. on Sunday, just gone. Yeah. It was excruciating. That's nuts. I don't run, so I don't, walking is probably I don't blame the, you. The, the I don't want to be running. I don't know why I'm doing it. <laughs> I signed up to do the London Marathon. At least marathon. you can. Mine isn't because it, it's not out of choice. I just can't. <laughs> um, uh, first of all, the, the the most important question is, why would you do that to yourself? I mean, what? Just, just stupidity, yeah. um, idiocy, yeah. you know. I signed up to do the London Marathon, and when I did it, I was like, ah, wicked, that will be cool. Yeah, it's difficult. <laughs> How long did you train for? I'm Get still right in training. Get right into that mic. I'm still in training. Yeah. So whenever whenever I tell people about this, people are like, "Oh, you got ages? It's in the autumn." I was like, "No, it was autumn last year." And they're like, "Oh, so you're doing it next year?" I'm like, "No, no, no, no. It's in a couple of months." <laughs> <laughs> it's one of them things that sounds better than it is. Yeah. Like you're like there. You're like, "Oh, actually, yeah, I did agree to do this." Yeah, yeah. no, I did. It's just around the corner. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know why. It was a really good idea at the time. It's still a great idea. It's uh, yeah, You keep convincing yourself of that, thank please. You, thank I, you. It is a great idea, just not for me. So I, I can't imagine it. But I'm sure what you're doing is great. Well done for that. Because I could so never. Much. I could never. <laughs> well, I'm not sure I can. We'll see. Well, I, um, I'm sure you can. I'll keep you posted. <laughs> I'm on a mission to sort of become a bit healthier i've lost a stone and a half well done in lovely less stuff than three weeks which is great keto go keto <laughs> um i love it it's really good it's just something i can slip into so easy like a comfy dress uh, yes, <laughs> it's really good yes. i'm enjoying it and um it's making me feel like i should definitely do more to get out and be active and i'm thinking oh what a great time for me to go to the gym before i go to work and stuff and i'm thinking there's a pavement right out there that i could just be running on <laughs> just you know what i mean a little poodle on the pavement and 
I'm quite intrigued by park run and stuff, you know, because there's, there's, there's lots of people that turn up, whoop, whoop, lots of like, you know. Do you know what I love doing the park run? It's on my list of things to do this year, to do 26 park runs this year. Yeah? So half of them. That's six months, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm not doing great so far. I think I've done two. <laughs> these, these words are being thrown about and it's scaring me. Marathon, yeah, yeah. run. I'm just not used to these words, honestly. <laughs> well, um, I think... Congratulations, Renata, for, for finishing that. Well done. Oh, thanks, thanks ever so. Especially after as well. What are you like? We were at Highly Flammable the night before with Becky Lisney's Lilith Body Positivity Gallery, you know, and then you're like, yeah, I'm just going to do a half marathon tomorrow. It's absolutely fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, well done. Well done. Uh, today's guest um, is this This podcast has been almost like six months in the making. I th- yeah, I, I think, think so. Since, since summer. I think so. I think um, so. Uh, I'm really glad to have you on here because we get a chance to talk about music. Yes. This is, not, so, this is uh, something I noticed. We, we interviewed Chasing Mallory last week. Okay. And I feel like we need to do more with music locally. Yeah, it'd be sick, man. I think I think it's sick because, like, um, I think this is... Uh, so there's there's two sides to me. I am Triple J. Triple J. And Triple yeah. J is me. But there's there's like a there's like a blurred line in the middle of that, which is J. So you've got Jacob on one side and you've got Triple J on the other. Yeah, so you got, and in the middle the whole Slim Shady Eminem. Well, almost, yeah. So it's my it's named after my initials. My initials are JJJ. Um, it was a family nickname from young. So I just kept it that way rather than trying to force a name that I didn't really it's cool. used to. I love it. So yeah, J smack bang in the middle. And I think, you know, just being myself is the best thing to do. So like, for example, at work, it's weird. So at work, I should probably end my emails with Jacob, which is my first name. But I don't. I just end up J because, like, I see the whole music thing as such a part of me now that it's like it's hard to just do the one or the other. I've got to be that smack bang in the middle. Like, for example, shows and stuff. I think, like, with so I'll, I've gone off on a bit of a tangent, so I am going to loop this in back <laughs> to the main point. Is like, so being able to express myself through this is the best way because, like, the music is Triple J, like fully. And me day to day is definitely Jacob. So then things like podcasts allow me to do both and it allows me to be J and be in the middle. So it's it's a way of putting my personality across where some people may not I think, see it. I think an alias or a persona is, is a really handy thing to have. Yeah. Because you can, like, uh, I always talk about um, Frank Quitely, uh, which, is, uh, which is somebody I, I've, I'm so pleased that I've got to interview him. One of the biggest comic book artists in the world yeah yeah um and he um he he was from a part he's from glasgow i think uh from scotland where you know if you like i want to be an artist it was kind of like oh yeah really? yeah, you yeah. Be an artist. tell me about that uh, so yeah. he, he he drew under a pseudonym of okay frank quietly which is a play on quite frankly it was yeah, quite yeah. Cool. yeah that's and that's how he became the the, the person well, that's that how the whole... under that he could express his emotions yeah yeah how he wanted that's to how and... the whole triple j thing started it was yeah. like it was i was very young and um to be from shrewsbury and be and trying to be a rapper and like, i can't even explain that it's like being from wales and trying to be an american it it, it it's not something that sounds that it, it's not something that comes sure across Tom the best. Jones might have something to say. Well, you, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's what I mean. How many other people than Tom Jones out of Wales can do that? I mean, the other way around, you can say Ryan Reynolds has done it from the opposite perspective yeah, as American yeah, is now Welsh. basically on an honorary Welsh, Welshman. Like, but yeah, I just think, um, it's, it started off as a persona. It started off as almost like a mask to conceal sort of like, it's a different thing, but the more I do it, the more they cross over into each other. Like I was saying before, the whole J thing. So like, um, at home, I'm Jacob. 
But without Jacob, there's no Triple J. And without Triple J, there's no Jacob. Yeah, please. So it, it. It, it's, it's all like, I can't even see it as a persona anymore, to be honest with you. It's just where I refer, how I refer to myself, depending on where I am, is all it is, really. Like at a show now, it will either be J or Triple J. I try and keep the, I don't really use Jacob anymore. I remember taking it off social media. I don't know why. I just, I just don't use it anymore. It's not like I'm ashamed of it. I love my name, but I just don't use it for some reason. So it's, yeah. It's a different mode. Yeah, it is, it is. I think it definitely is, yeah. Um, with great music um, comes great visuals, and great visuals are important to the music. They kind of, you know, and you've brought someone with you today. Do you want to introduce? Um, my name's uh, Marcus Hart. But, but, but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this is going to be really hard for me, because, like, I've always been sort of behind the scenes, so to speak, so, um, yeah. you got to speak into the mic, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I know you want to look at me in that, but, like, you're moving away from it, man. Um, Jeez. This yeah. is, this you telling me this because you're behind the camera and you're like face me bro and yeah, I'm like oh. yeah this yeah, is like on. yeah gonna be quite hard for me <laughs> it's fine um, it's fine yeah we um, I don't know where, where do we start man like... so I think it was 2018 maybe 2019 yeah, uh, so it was around that time uh, I don't know if you remember but Don't Flop the Battle Rap program I remember very well we covered it with the shoot. We didn't, I got invited to go um, yeah. but I think I can't remember the reason why I couldn't go, but we uh, we did we did interviews about it. In fact, I invited Tom Bruno, my co-host from America. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, "Yo, you know the UK does hip hop too." And it's like, yeah, yeah. "Get out of here!" Man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, we 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 covered that. We got invited. Was it Sean that runs it? Yeah, yeah. Sean Cray. Yeah, yeah. Sean Cray all day. Yeah, yeah. Big yeah, up, yeah, Sean. Yeah, he's, he's listening. Uh, we've been we've been chatting for a while, um, and uh, he gave me tickets. He was like, "Bring microphone." Yeah, but yeah, for yeah. Some reason, I think I was working. I couldn't get yeah, up yeah. or something like that. Oh, you have hip hop, Verity. You, you like your hip hop? I'd like. I mm, yeah, <laughs> I, do, I do. But in as much as I'd say, "Hey Alexa, play me some hip hop music," and see what she chucks at me. Yeah, that, that, that's good though. That's good because yeah. uh, I think this is gonna. I think some people are gonna be like. No, it's not. But this is my opinion. If you don't like it, then sorry. But I think like, so there's a lot of subjective genres. And I think in my opinion, hip hop is one of the biggest sub subjective genres ever. Because I think like, the, especially the more, because like, if you look at things like, I don't know, let's say opera, for example, opera has been around for a very long time. Yeah. Hip hop hasn't. So I think the more it grows as a genre, the more avenues you find more stems, the more roots you find. So like you could find a pocket of hip hop that is positive. And in that positive route, it can be about, you can positive from, from someone you could, it could be about death, for example, and recovering from death from, from a death in the family or something like that. You can find all these new avenues and stuff like that. And like, um, an avenue that's grown at the minute with like, uh, I'm not sure if you've heard of Loyal Karna and stuff like that. It's very, so like Loyal Karna's main genres are like love, family. Um, and that's sort of where I'm trying to take it. I'm trying to be um, more positive. I started on like grime music, like so it was all like, and I'm not really about that anymore. There's a lot of um, like negative connotations. That come definitely. Out of rap music. And definitely. I think the easy way is to sort of like amplify like your surroundings. Yeah. And like, that's okay. But like, I think... Um, I think true, like, proper hip-hop is about, like, positivity. 100%, 100%. Um, yeah, I mean, there's lots of great examples. Beastie Boys, with yeah, DMC, yeah, yeah. you know. Well, like, for example, like, I'm try I've been looking at making sort of changes to my music. So, like, sort of the last three years, I started um, 
well, to be fair, not even the last three years. So my last EP, there was one song that had swear words in it. Um, and I just wanted to slowly take swear words out of my music. Uh, my next EP I'm releasing, there's none. And I thought I was doing it for like radio plays and younger audiences. And when I really deep that, it's the complete opposite. It's for the older generation because kids don't care if you swear in a song. Yeah. But the older generation probably will. So um, you're not allowed to say that. <laughs> like, if, you look, if you look at it this way, if you if you cap your music at a younger generation, like children into young adults, um, I think you really pull yourself back by doing that because you've added a limit. So you started from a child and you're limiting it, limited it, limiting it to a young adult. Where if you don't limit it. So for example, by me not swearing, older generations are, they may not love it. They may not come back 150 times to listen to my same song, but they'd be more willing to listen to what I have to say if the first thing they don't the first thing they hear isn't the F-bomb or something like that. Yeah. So it, it opens it up. So for example, say it, in the next five years, I get a million views and out that a million, 10,000 of them are people of the ages of 40 and above. I think I've accomplished what I'm setting out to do, which is open my genre to as many people as possible. Are we allowed to talk about Will Smith now, positively? I think I th- we can. <laughs> well, has he, been let, has he been let out of the box now? I think we can talk about Will Smith now, because like, he's been doing that for years. Miami. Yeah, dun, dun. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then like completely you know? contradicted himself. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all be positive. Do you know what I mean? It, I just don't think it works. But like, um, <laughs> uh, that, that's, a, that's a sticky one for me, because I think... Um, I like, I'm very up for defending your partner. But if you look back at that video, he's definitely laughing when he first says it. Then he, it looks like off camera, he takes a look. I did, we were talking about... <laughs> like, I'm not saying don't defend your wife. Even if you disagree on a subject, don't, don't like, say I, somebody made a joke about my partner. I looked, she wasn't very happy about it. But while I was looking, I was laughing. I'd be like, look, man, stop it. I'd change my mind, but I wouldn't be kicking off and slapping. I was laughing. You've got me on camera laughing. Yeah. I just don't think... Violence is just another level, isn't it? Yeah. I think think it's like pretty obvious that they've got some sort of toxic relationship and I don't know if you're in the Hollywood limelight. Yeah. It's going to be like a disaster. There's a lot of that going on though, isn't there? Mm. Really sort of... um Questionable relationships in the media, you know? Yeah, I just... Like that whole entanglement thing. Like that was nuts. Like not even to like, because the more you look into it, that was like, that was Jaden's friend. Her son's friend is what she was in an entanglement with. Mm. And when she told Will, you could see that that broke him. He was broken from the second she mentioned that. I so think that seems like a one-sided, it's like, this is what we've come to an agreement to, but why is the other person you've agreed with don't look like they're happy with that agreement? <laughs> I just, yeah, that's, it, I just, yeah. It, it's, it's been a difficult year for me because... Like I've been defending Will Smith as, as far as hip hop is concerned Trust for me. years and years yeah, and years yeah, and years. Yeah, I was yeah. like, if someone can dance around lyrics the way he does without uh, swearing and stuff, yeah, that shows that he's actually more talented. One hundred percent. And um, there was a song he released. Uh, it was the album he did without. Um, um, what was it? He, he, oh, I've forgot the name of it. And he actually attacked Eminem, but he didn't swear the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and I was like, Eminem wow. attacked him first. Yeah, didn't he? yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. But um, no, I love hip hop. Um, I'm more about the. I'm an '80s kid. I sort of listen to a lot of the '90s mm-hmm. stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of Nas and. <laughs> See, uh, this is. If, have you listened to Loyal Kana? I no. I no, think but this is great. It. Trust me. Send me, he, send he, me. He supported Nas in what? Uh, you went two, to the show. Yeah, 2014, 15. Yeah, he supported Nas. He's like he is like. I can't even put it into words. Like Loyal Kana is. <laughs> 
I'm telling you now, as early as possible, it's not as early as it could have been, but that guy is going to be considered one of the greats. Yeah. And the fact that he's coming out of the UK is amazing. Send me a link. Send I will link. do, I will do. There's a there's lot to listen things, to as well. There's certain things that like, and I hate that, I, I feel like it's starting to show my age now, but like hip hop today doesn't sound like it did growing up. And I, I like hip hop runs through my vein it, like, like, today i mean i've been listening to moss def all day like yeah, you yeah. know love harry mack actually add on because harry mack is like one of the best freestylers okay the i love him he's so good Do you like mf doom you much into mf doom from the early 2000s uh no i haven't like, I, I haven't heard of him. Ah, see, see, mf such... doom you'll love mf doom so he he has like how many personas does he have we we're literally talking about yeah, on the way like here four, he's got like four, four, four or five, five different yeah. personas so oh, nobody, like nobody knows what mf doom looks like he wears a mask it's the same mask from gladiator the main sort of like mask he wears. Mm. Um, and there's like some of the mad stuff, like it's skipping on it. Like there's a lot more to him, but I'm going to skip and say like my favorite thing. So for example, say you're a big fan of MF Doom. Uh, unfortunately he died quite recently, but say in his, in his biggest peak of his career, you, you go see MF Doom, you come to his show, you're seeing him on stage, you're gassed, you're having a great time. Halfway through the show, MF Doom takes his mask off and it's not MF Doom. It's just another random black guy. So people kick off, like, I've come to see MF Doom. So MF Doom comes out and says, you don't come to listen to me, you come to listen to my music. So whether I'm on the stage or not, it's not my fault. You come to listen to listen to my music, not see me. So that's, you take that however you want. You can leave and be like, well, I'm still annoyed. Or you can leave and be like, guy's got a point. Yeah, he's got a point. Yeah, <laughs> so I think it, it's just stuff like that. And like, I think uh, his, he doesn't, he doesn't rap to convey a message in my opinion. He doesn't he doesn't rap to convey you should do this or I feel this way. He raps to say, look, I can write music and I can rap in ways that most people can't. He he'll rhyme crazy words like he's got an old whole album called Um Food and every song is about food. One thing like I really want to touch on about like hip hop in general is like there's like so many like conscious themes like a lot of people like associate it with like um a lot of negativity but like proper hip-hop at the core probably for what the last like 30 40 50 years there's definitely like um with the greats there's like definitely like a moral and ethical code that i feel like true artists like appeal to yeah um and the problem with like the rap and hip-hop game at the moment is like we shed like too much on the the negative connotations mm -hmm. and the the money and there's like a whole new culture about well, people like flexing money and car, like cars. We were literally talking about this yesterday. And um, it's it's actually really damaging. It's 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 really damaging to like so many subgroups of people growing up. I think. And um, yeah, I, took, I couldn't agree more. I think I'm gonna like, say my least favorite word. TikTok. Not a fan of it. I'm just not. Yeah. But I'm I'm of the demographic that should be, and I'm just not. I was. I was a fan of it, and then I was like, I remember scrolling through it, being like. I've been scrolling through this for like 45 minutes. Like what, what, what's going on? What have I gained from doing this? I feel I, like, yeah, sorry, go on. I was just going to say, I get most of my education from TikTok these days. <laughs> I, think, I think it depends on, because like you, you can do that. Like, but like, I just think, especially, especially when you put your, you, as soon as you put your date of birth in there, whatever you're going to see, your gender and date of birth, as soon as you put those two things on there, that is dependent on what you're going to see on your TikTok. It really is. But you can train your TikTok to feed you what you like, right? But why so should you have to train it to do that? Why is it automatically showing you things that you don't like? Well, this is the thing, isn't it? This is how marketing works. I get it. I get it. Like, I fully get it. I just think, that, to be fair, that's not even my biggest pet peeve with it. I think, <clears throat> like, so for example, the EP that I'm releasing soon, there's a song on there called Funk. It's f.u.n.k. Um, 
And when I originally so wrote it, unk. yeah, basically, unk. yeah, I love that. So um, sounds funky when you say it. <laughs> <but> unk. <laughs> when I originally wrote that song and recorded it, it was all finished, mixed. Um, it was literally a verse, a chorus, and an outro, and that was it. And I was like, "This is what people want to see now," because it's going to go on TikTok. If it does well, it'll do well on TikTok. People aren't going to listen to the whole song; they're just going to do their videos to it. Because people don't care what the song sounds like. As long as it's a trending song, they will they will do a video to it. That song's trending. I've seen someone's got a million views. Let me use that sound and do the same thing. So I was like, "That's sick. That's what I'm going to do." I leave it, and I left it there two, three months. And there was something with that song that just was not sitting right with me. And I was like, I don't know what it is. And I've realized that like, why am I making songs for an app I don't like? I want to make songs. I'm, I'm gonna, I added a second verse to it and now I love it. I'm love just going to throw it out there as well. Like, I think it's like, I think it's killing a lot of like the creative industry. 100%. It's cool. Like 100%. Real, art, fix. real artists and real art. I think it's, it's killing it. And it's like, I think, I think personally, I think it should have like age, it should be age approved. I don't think that, I mean, it might be con quite a controversial opinion, but I think that you shouldn't well, jump yeah, on I it until like you're about 18. My kid watches YouTube shorts, but we got the restriction on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he watches a lot of stupid stuff. Oh, of course, like, of course, yeah. I, I, was, I went for a meeting today, a production meeting, and I was, I, you know, we're talking about the things that I do, and you being a filmmaker, you understand when it comes to taking audio, ripping the audio off sexifying the audio, throwing it back on, cutting it into places. You, you're talking mm. hours and hours of work, you're rendering and rendering yeah. and rendering and rendering. Like, media, I remember I did media at college, that was a, it's exactly the same thing, that's what they, want, they wanted you to churn out, really. Yeah, and then, and then like, you get some guy going, boobies, down like yeah. TikTok, and it gets millions of views. Like, yeah, that is that. Is, well, I'm like, hey, what's <laughs> my millions of views? Like, <laughs> like so it used to be, so like, I'm, I'm, I'm a YouTube kid, and I've, I've realised now it's weird. I'm considered like, old for that now and that's really weird to me because like, how, how when you say a youtube kid how far are we going back and we go leave britney alone i'm on all i'm i'm from <laughs> i'm like i'm like fenton fenton remember that, that that's where i'm at but like i'm still on youtube to this day i've only just moved over to twitch because my favorite youtuber now streams on twitch so i i, I watch twitch as well but like that to I me, don't even know what Twitch is. Twitch it's just is. it's just live streams basically. Yeah, live streams. Live streams for gaming like you, music. You, you could even put, oh, okay. you could put the you could put the podcast on. on I've tried it. It's, uh, it's not really for. It's, I've, I, I have tried it, and we used to actually uh, with Inglorious Barstools and You Suck uh, stream on Twitch, but we got a lot of random links and weird, yeah, yeah. not like a regular listener. You, you get you get bots coming up saying like, "Hi, I like your music," uh, <laughs> or like because I've done a few I've done a few streams, and I was a guy like, "Hi, let me." pay me 300 pounds and I'll sort you a banner and blah, and, and motorcons to come on your screen. It's obviously a scam and it, there's a lot of that in it. But um, like, so yeah, going back to the whole YouTube thing, like it goes through waves. So like there was a wave where the main thing was a thumbnail. You see a thumbnail, that's what made people click on videos. Often it was females that they put on there to make younger children click on videos. And then more recently, it's a title titles are short snappy so instead of saying like um look at that i bought a homeless man a car and now he's really happy that's what it used to be spending 200 million dollars on a homeless man that's it it's quick someone's read that you get the idea you move on to it mr beast for example if you watch a mr beast video i've seen his yeah i've seen a lot of his interviews yeah well if you watch a mr beast video what makes mr beast different from everybody else and it's it's a way of trying to capulate i'm trying to capsulate the same thing from music video 
is the title, for example, say it's giving a homeless man a Ferrari, for example. That will happen in the first three minutes of the video when the video is 20 minutes long. Then it will change to giving somebody else this, giving someone else that. Come here, take as, put as much in this trolley as you can, you can buy it. If anything falls out of the circle, you've, and it's all in one video. And it's just, it's because people, the more things they get, people get like TikTok where it's a quick fix. The shorter these things need to be because pe the, the, the attention span of people is getting shorter and shorter and shorter because it's just there at their fingertips. And this is through. this is this is what I think what you're alluding to is that you know when it comes to art, something that takes its time. Yeah, you yeah, know, I mean, it's it's hard. It's like so I've I've sort of like learned both me and Jacob in both our crafts have sort of learned the traditional way, and we've like followed like a lot of like great artists from going all the way back to like the '80s. And um, I don't know, it's just a completely different platform now. And I think it's like there's aspects to it that like are quite. I don't know, cheap, I guess. And it, yeah. cheap, it cheapens like the value of everything. And yeah, yeah. It's, it's not that, it's not that we um, want to seem like all high and mighty. It's just, it's just, it's just different. And if you face, sorry, I'm sorry. If ever people are wondering what's going on, I'm moving <laughs> Marcus's mic. Yes. I've been itching to do that for so long <laughs> because you turn your head. Yours is too low there. and yours, is, oh, let me bring but yours I don't, I don't mind coming into it. I'll Actually, I'll let's leave it there then. Let's leave it there. I'm an MC. I've got a good relationship with a microphone. Yeah, I can, I can that's get why we, That's why we wear headphones. <laughs> people wonder why we wear headphones in a podcast. It's so, yeah, you can hear what's going on. tell when you're really far back. Yeah, yeah. Really, really close. Yeah. Uh, Verity, do you know who Mr. Beast is? Do you, do you, no. No, so Mr. Beast is the biggest YouTuber in the world. He's got the biggest followers. He's makes People hate money. him, though. I don't get why, though. I, I, I think it's a jealousy so thing. Popular? I've got so much respect for him, because, like, so... If people hate him. He, he's such an innovator. He is. I can't say he's not. With the YouTube space, he's he flipped it on its head. So, like, for example, he started doing... Well, the video... I don't, I don't think he started doing videos. Like He's been doing YouTube since YouTube existed. But I think, for me, the main thing that caught my attention was, like... So, he'd get a sponsor from someone for his video. And all that money for the sponsor, he'd use as a prize for the video. Yeah? So, say it was 250000 that he was getting to advertise NordVPN. Sorry, there's no sponsorship. Bleep that. Don't, don't give him your money. Don't give it. Bleep it. They, don't, people don't, hear that stuff enough. Don't let him have a sponsorship off your pod. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, so like he'd make a circle out of tape. Big say, say it was the size of all our slot. And we all have to stand in this circle. The last person to leave this circle, however long it takes, will get £250,000. And, that, and that's how, and it was so entertaining because he'd sometimes do it with his friends. He'd pick people off the streets. How long did people stay in the circle? Sometimes it was I'm days. He, sometimes it was he, days. If he does did like a thing, he, he bring it generates like tens of thousands. Like he did, he released a, a pop-up restaurant in a mall yeah. and literally like half a million people turned up. It's crazy. But like, for wow. example, you, that video I was telling you about, you think that's it. it. It sounds kind of all right, but that's it. But like little things. So like, say I'm Mr. Beast and you guys are all doing it. And I go, right. If you step out of this circle now, there's a Tesla out there waiting for you. You can have it. Step out the circle is yours. And then you're like, well, do I step out the circle? Because there's, there's three more people in here with me. Do I have that Tesla? It's, it's a bit worth it. Then you leave the circle. But then if there's, say, for example, Marcus and Josie are left. Marcus goes to Josie, you go, if you leave this circle now, I'll give you 25 grand. <gasps> so then it's like, well, ooh, could leave. I'm winning either way. Like, so, but it, it's mad. And it, but then he, he always comes up with these ideas. Like there was an idea he did where um, I'm going to, after this, I'm going to allude into why people hate him. And I think it's ridiculous. Um, he did a video where it was like 10 pound hotel. 
to a hundred a million pound hotel and in this video you see it goes from one to the other to the other back the other the other and he's in a hotel in one place that costs 10 pound in like thailand and then he goes to like an underwater hotel which costs a hundred thousand pound then a castle which is like a million and it it, it it is. I'm sorry, but it is entertaining. It, it moves. It's quick. And it's like you always get making me want to go and watch it. it. I, 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 there's, what there's hundreds and hundreds of videos that he's got that are really entertaining. But for example, he, he went away, though, didn't he? For like two years and yeah. literally read the YouTube manual. Literally. <laughs> he literally learned how the algorithms work. Yeah. How yeah. things how what things look but like. It, it worked. Thumbnails it's, worked. And what, it's worked. Yeah. But like, for example, right, I'm going to tell you why people hate him now. And I think this is absolutely ridiculous. So he does a lot for the environment, like a lot for the environment. I think he planted something like 100,000 trees or a million trees, I'm like that. Wonderful. Anyway, his most recent video is curing 100,000 people from blindness. Don't quote me on that number of people, but paying for blind people's treatment, like thousands of blind people's treatment. And everyone is roasting him, being like, there's something suspicious about this. Why is there something suspicious about that? Why? Like, yes, he's making money off it, but he's curing someone from blindness. Do you know what I mean? I think that's crazy. And people are like putting pictures up of like someone holding a camera in someone's face and it's saying, imagine being cured from blindness and this is the first thing you see. Like, yeah, it's funny, but like he's cured. Like he's changed yeah, I, I, thousands of people's lives. For I the, think the if rest you're into it or not, like it's not, it's not my thing. It's not like what I'd watch and they definitely follow a formula, but at the end point, they're like helping people. And even if it is a bit flashy and like people are getting cars and loads of money is involved, I it's think it, inevitably it a good thing. There was, um, who is that guy that used to do like, um, like blow kisses at police people and get in the wrong car? And what was his name? He used to, do, he was massive for a little bit. Jack Jones. Is it Jack Jones? Jack, just Jack? Just Jack? Or? Maybe just, well, there was Jack Jones. I hated Jack Jones. Is I that him, the one that would be like, can I have a kissy whizzy or something? Yeah, like, yeah that guy. Oh, yeah. I hated him so much. And, was, his videos are fake. That's why his videos came out that they were fake. He, 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 he went to America. He used to get in someone's car. I've, by, by the way, I've actually done that. Got in the wrong car before. <laughs> Had some old guy staring at me. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> My wife's driving me in the car. But I'm like, <laughs> Punch it. Um, but he tried to do it in America. So we just pulled him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah too right yeah, yeah fully um but yeah the, uh, i was gonna say he was like he would like point of view shot go and buy a sandwich and then take that sandwich point of view shot to give it to a homeless man i hate that and then walk off and i was like that's, that's just, different to me that it's like they're holding you. the camera and they're like here i go now well, hello do sir. My good would you like but like if the cameras mm. weren't there would you do it Mm. it's all it's all quite dystopian to me it's all like they're all like professional provocateurs if you ask me and it's just like i don't know for me it's like it's like lowballing like like you know yeah. what i mean like it's just, again it's learning what people want to see yeah, it's, it's just, but on the other it's hand not me, it's not me. on the other hand if you said to me right you've got a choice i'm gonna put two things in front of you now one is the website youtube one is every television show or every no yeah i'm gonna say i'm gonna, I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go too far as saying it every television show ever made including what's on currently pick one I'm picking YouTube every single day of the week. Oh, no, no, no. In a world where Sopranos exist, I'm going with the Sopranos. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, I get it. I get it. Like, I get it. But I just feel like... He's got the gabagool, you know? I, I just feel show. like... It's great. That, was, that's, yeah, that show, I'm sorry to I fully love it. Like, The Walking Dead is my all-time favourite. All-time favourite. But the, the problem with it with me is... That was created by, like... like think about how many people on this planet have the budget... Yeah to make something like that, yeah? Mm. How many people on this planet 
have the budget to slap a camera on and be funny and just put it on in, on the internet. And this is my problem. <laughs> There's too many bloody people doing that. Yeah, exactly. But, that, but that's why on the t- on the t- on the TV, like I think the may- maybe the way I worded it wrong. You have to do it like it is scheduled. You can only watch it when it comes on. And if you miss it, you miss it. Wait for the next time for it to You're come on. You're talking about live TV? Yeah. That's old school. Yeah, but I'm so a fan of live TV. Like okay. I am though. Like I am a fan of live TV. Uh, but like, no. but even, ca- that, even catch-ups. changed it for you? Even catch-ups doing my head in. I hate catch-up TV. I'm not a fan of catch-up you? TV. I'll tell you what I watched that I really enjoyed and it got completely ruined for me. Have you ever seen the programme on ITV? It's on, I don't think it's on normal ITV. It's on ITVX. It's called Loaded in Paradise. No. I loved I that program. It was true. so, but they've, they, what they've done, and I don't care if anyone argues with me, this this is what they've done. They've stole the idea from like YouTubers and stuff. So it's a bunch of randomers. They're in couples of twos. So you, when I say randomers, it would be like you and your friend or you and your partner and a load of random other couples. And they're in Greece. They're on the main island of Greece. There is a, whoever they go, you've landed, get to this destination. They go to this destination. Whoever arrives there first has a golden credit card, which they can spend whatever they want on. Um, The other people get there, then they leave. Whoever's got there first with this golden credit card leave. And as soon as they spend, pings up on everybody else's phone. So they've got to try and get there. It's sort of like Love Island, because there's a lot of lovey-dovey relationships in there, meets um, The Hunted. Did you ever watch that program with the, the celebrities run away and stuff? Yeah. And it was decent. Like, I, I can't lie. I was hooked. I, I was hooked. Like, um, it took me a long time to get into th- certain things, things that everybody loves. I don't know why. My immediate reaction is to be like, nah, that's that's what everyone's doing. I'm cool. Oh, I want to do something else. <laughs> My wife loves Love Island and I watch it with that kind of face. You look when... I used to. I used to because I'd be like, what's that on for? And then like, it's 20 minutes later, I'm like... No way. She's talk- but what she was talking to him a second ago. You know I get what? I get I get pulled I've in. I managed to avoid it. This year I watched the first episode, I didn't watch it again. It was rubbish. I this still year's don't rubbish. I don't even know how it worked. Uh, big shout out to uh, our love uh, our love island supporters out there. You guys are doing uh, you it, know what? it. You know what? In in the summer I watched it. I watch it in the summer because I think it's different in the summer. It is different. It's hot here. It's hot I there. I used to like you, Jay. I, I, I thought this was going to go better than you know what? I think what it is, you know. It's it's quite a time with the misses really, isn't it? My missus, she doesn't really watch a lot of films. I, I've, well, when I met her, I used to play a game with people. Um, I used to say, right, we're going to play a game now. Name a film that my missus has seen. And if you name one, I'll give you a tenner. And people just couldn't do it because she, she didn't watch films. She spent most of her time oh, outside. I say, well, in fact, I can ask her about something she's watched last week and she wouldn't remember. <laughs> but like even things like... <laughs> I'm a cinephile, a serious cinephile. She watched Toy Story for the first time with me. We're in, in the middle. Like, I'm, I'm away for the week this week. Um... Before I left, we started watching Harry Potter. It's the first time she's ever seen Harry Potter. No way. Do you know what? Talking about that, I had a really exciting thought a few years ago and it still makes me quite happy. I'm going to be alive when the remakes of Harry Potter are made. But are they going to make remakes? Surely. Everything gets remade. Ah, right. Let's go. And I'm excited about it. Stop (laughs) remaking things. I'm saying it loud and clear. Stop remaking things. not going to happen. They're going to remake it. Things don't need to be remade. Some things do. Like, so let me think what what was a good remake. What do you guys think of... um... The Indiana Jones films. <laughs> nah, Indiana Jones... Bringing I'll, Harrison Ford back. I can't like, lie. As long as Harrison <laughs> Ford's doing him, he can do him in a wheelchair. I don't remade? care. Yeah. Oh, no, not really. They're, they're still making they're, they're, them. They're, 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 but they did that one with Shia LaBeouf. Oh, and, um, I was a fan of that. They're bringing another one out, I think. Because I think. don't forget, that was before Shia LaBeouf went a bit... 
you know what I mean? There's a few. Uh, there are. Because <laughs> he has gone a bit. <laughs> I've seen his interview. Um, but the just do it one. Oh no, that's the that's the motivational thing in it. Just do it. No, he did a, <laughs> he did a, <laughs> mad, he did a podcast with what's the guy that played Punisher? What's his name? Um, oh, the guy from yeah, the same guy that was in Walking Dead. He was like the main one of the main protagonists. He, oh, I don't, I can't um, remember his name. He yeah. and he sat for for like three hours talking about how he's found God and how he's forgiven himself. And, and like his dad before. and stuff. And it was, it was, it was, was all, only talking about I, his dad. I get it, I so get like it, I get it. His dad went through rehab and stuff, yeah. I get it, but just like, you know, um, everybody's talking about, um, uh, what's his name? The Flash. Um, yeah, there's lot, there's a few people in Celebrity. Oh, do, do you mean The Flash is in? The movie. Which, um, which one? Uh, the new one. <laughs> oh, I don't know then. I don't know. I thought, I've, I, nah. My mind went somewhere else then. My um, mind went somewhere. I was going to start talking about Jeffrey Dahmer. But, because uh, the reason I said I was going to start talking about Jeffrey Dahmer is because the guy who played Jeffrey Dahmer played the Flash in, was it Quicksilver? No, no, no he played Quicksilver. Quicksilver. He played Quicksilver. But then the, one of them's a rip off of the other. It depends which one comes this, first. This is how little TV I watch and how See, I'm not up to date. You're saying Flash and I'm thinking Flash Gordon? Yeah. Are we I'm talking about Flash, Flash Gordon? Flash. Ha! Yeah, I'm up for it. But that Queen bang. made that, innit? Yeah. I only found that out recently, you know. No. I was like, mad, Queen made that. I was like, it's big queen. up Queen, you know. I watched Highlander for the first time the other week. Not My missus, ah, oh, the Queen, Queen do the soundtrack. You need to watch it. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Okay. It's good. Noted. It is good. Thank it's you. about like, um, so what it is, it's like across the span of time, yeah? And yeah. amongst humans, there's immortals. And Like myself, yeah. Um, aren't we all? But like, for example, like, so it's Sean Connery's in it. Yeah. And so there's good immortals and there's bad immortals. But this, the whole story is, is that there can only be one immortal left. So like every time you come, you cross paths with another immortal, it's a fight to the death, basically. But that could never, that could happen in a hundred years. It may not, like you live forever until you, you bump into them. Are you talking about Highlander? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. looking at my phone, sorry. And, and, <laughs> Wait, film. Sorry, I'm really sorry. I never do that on the show. The only way you can kill another immortal is by taking their head off. Like if you stab them, they heal. This, it looks a little bit too violent for me. I'm, a, I'm gentle. You know what? To be honest with you, I watched it and I watched it with, as I say, the in-laws and... I love how you went, as you say, the in-laws. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I've got a good relationship <laughs> with my in-laws. Too much of a balls there, They're like my best mates. Well, I, I, spend, I spend every weekend with them. Every single weekend I spend with the in-laws. Like, we have a good... Check in with them after have, this podcast. I have, I, have a gr- <laughs> I have a great conversation. With them. We, we have a great time. Anyway, because they got me watching it and we were watching it and um, my partner's dad... Hadn't watched it in a long time. It doesn't live up to... And he was like, he watched it again. And he was like, it's a good film, but I do want to say that like, I didn't realise that the actual film, the actual acting, the shots, it's quite bad. So it needs yeah. remaking. It does need remaking. There there's there's rumours that... There's it, a, that's, this is why I was talking about There's it. a place for there's it in rumors, the world. There's rumours that it's going to be remade. Some stuff's like really good with the remakes. Um, my, uh, the, uh, Bryce, the guy that I work with, so... Um, he just got off uh, the set of uh, Disney's Willow. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard of that, mm-hmm. it was uh, Warwick yeah, yeah, Davis. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they be just... careful jangling your keys. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's <laughs> gonna be like, jing- everyone's gonna think it's Christmas. Listen to the podcast. Um, jingle jingle. But they just remade that, and um, yeah, Bryce was like part of the FX team on it, and um, yeah, it's really good nuts. to be fair. Got Bryce. It's really good. I think you can do. You take fresh ideas and and. and breathe new life into him. I like the animated version of The Grinch, um, mainly because I like Scott Mojo. I haven't seen it. Benedict Cumberbatch does a great job. I love that film. They're both great. You can love both. Um, 
And obviously superhero movies are made all the time, and I think you can like all of them. There's the three Spider-Man franchises. See, see I, I like every single one of the Spider-Man franchises, and people hate the Andrew Garfield ones, and I think you need to get off his back. I think what it is... He was the Andrew, fit as I don't a, even as think a, it's that. A... <laughs> I don't even think it's that. I don't... Th it's hard, because when there's three of something, there's always going to be a worst-off version. Because you're going to compare that one to the other two. So there's always... So if, say, for example, you get rid of Tom Holland and you get rid of the Tobey Maguire ones and it was just the Andrew Garfield ones, everyone would love them. But because they're comparing them to either the Spider-Man they grew up with, which is either, if you're a younger generation, it's going to be Tom Holland or Andrew Garfield. I grew up with Tobey Maguire. It... <laughs> It took you a long time to realise it. <laughs> yeah. And it was only when in the newest... Is it the newest Spider-Man? Yeah, it is the newest Spider-Man. When all three of them are in it, Andrew Garfield's not that bad, you know, he's all right. And then I watched his Spider-Man and he's decent. It's just because in comparison to the other two, he's the lesser, unfortunately. He is the lesser. I, I just got to say, I love your energy, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, We've just done 40 minutes and we haven't even talked about music. I love podcasts. I, I talk about things all day long. I've got ADHD. HD basically is my that's, that's, that's fine so I, I will love go it. on a tangent I will yeah. this is this is yeah, I will and I'm proud of it and I will I'm not the sort of person that'll be like oh I'm going on a tangent here I'm like I'm going on a tangent and everyone around this table is <laughs> yeah. coming with me strapping we're going <laughs> yeah. I um I've got I'm very lucky enough to have a few a few friends that have worked in the world of media and, and TV and stuff and yeah. um, I remember uh I had a, a I can't remember who it was a podcast guest who just just talked just went with it right yeah and I, I remember I my friends with Andy McElfresh Andy McElfresh um, who did Education, a great podcast with Kevin Smith he also directed the Jay Leno show yeah, for 10 it. years great that's guy it. great guy I'm have to slip in my number still but you know <laughs> yeah, we'll it's, not, it's not like a name Paul because he's, he's he's just had that experience and I said okay. to him like what do you do when a, a podcast guest just just, just talks and he's like just, just let them they can yeah, do your thing for you. Just let for, them Come on, I love Jesus. it. I don't get to talk. That's what I, I get to rap, and that's that. People like that might sound mad. Like I get to rap, and that's all people see. Yeah, is and it's quite serious. A lot of my music because I I have fun with music, and I've got songs that I have have a laugh. But like I don't, I'm, I'm gonna blow my own trumpet here. I'm a funny, I'm a funny guy. Like whether it means you're laughing at me or you're laughing with me, I've got to have a bit of personality though. But isn't people, it, you know? but if if you listen to my music, you wouldn't, you don't know that. So that's why I like things like this. Like if I had the opportunity, I'd do everything under the sun. I'd act. I'd do everything. Because why not? Why not do it? If it doesn't take off, it doesn't take off. But why not do it? Yeah, I'd, I'm up for it. I've got the personality for it. I'll do it. I'd love to do my own podcast one day. I, 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 I'm going to, but I just think I would rather let the music come up first. I'd rather be known for music and then like... Do it all as a bonus sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, like if you look at Will Smith, Will Smith started with music and then it... If you, if you ask most people now, which is completely mind-boggling for me, don't know that Will Smith was started as a rapper. People don't know that. Mm. And it's, but people my age, I'm 22, and people don't know that. And I, that really baffles me. I don't want to be, I don't want to be, I don't want that to be me. Like, I'd love to be an actor, but I don't want that to be my main thing. I want to be known as an artist and then, how, and then an actor as well. How, um, I mean, you, you breezed on it at the beginning, but yeah. how difficult do you think it's going to be i mean the hip-hop scene in shrewsbury you said it's not not as big not mm -hmm. very big but like is that changing is it going to be difficult for you to be in shrewsbury are you going to have to go out to the city like how's that going to work for you um so i am one i can't stress this enough how much i'm against this moving to a city i'm so against it i'm so so against it because if i move to a city all i'm going to be is another guy in a city trying to make music that's all i'm going to be this we're here funny. i'm a guy in shrewsbury who's like making music and people in my area, Stand out my music. Here, yeah. you get what I mean? And I think 
So with the with the scene that's evolving in Shrewsbury, it needs a lot of work. There are some sick people. Like, it sounds like I'm trying to say that I'm the forefront of this. I'm not. I'm really not. Like, if anything, like, I was about to say I'm in my own lane, but that sounds that sounds like I'm saying like I'm in my own lane. But are there I any mean, rappers here in Shrewsbury that you look up to? Um, that you kind of you can kind of get a bit inspiration from. I think both me and Jacob, we've we've learned a lot of lessons. We've both like, as we said, we're not like huge talkers, but we've both been like doing like our own thing for what mm. a few ten years. Me like fifteen. I think what so a lot of like we've learned from a lot. A no lot. Worry, we can we can foot you. We can foot you whenever you like, mate. Don't worry about that. <laughs> um, I think the thing that really the really the, the way it works. What what really like? Oh, I think I might make a few enemies saying this. No, 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 it's all uh, no, positive. It, it, oh, maybe for my slot, but some people don't like to hear the truth. But, you know, this is that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be truthful. Um, so when don't, I, be sh- don't be throwing out the beef on my show, man. Don't be throwing out the beef. I'm, I'm, I'm going to start named. Oh, yeah, Marcus Hart, mate, you can't rap. I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> anyway, um, like, so when I started rapping, I was awful. We were talking about it on the way here. Don't look at me and think that's a talented musician. I'm not. I'm really, really not. I can't stress it enough. I've just like worked hard to the point where like... I think that's what talent is it though. Is, it, yeah, 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 it is. It, it is. But I'm not... Okay, I'll, I'll change what I say. I'm not naturally talented. I just... You, I'm hardworking. You've honed your skill. You get me. Yeah. I've, I've mastered... I've, I'm not going to say I've mastered my craft because I haven't. I'm on my way to mastering my yeah. craft. And I think... Um, so the way it worked is when I started doing... When I started rapping, I was awful. I was... I was oh, listening to him makes me feel sick. It's terrible. Um... Which means when I hear someone that's coming up, I'm not never going to knock them for it. Never, ever, ever. Because everyone starts somewhere. But I can hear and see the little things they're doing that fool most people that aren't into rap, but they won't fool me. So like I was saying, elongating words because they can't come up with an extra rhyme. So they elongate the word to carry them over the beat. Or it's... What does Eminem call it when you when you uh, dismorph a word? Uh, he does it all the time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like r- r- orange, rhyme, orange, orange. It's saying orange, yeah, yeah, yeah. orange. I do, I do that. I've I've done that or many times. Orange, you know? it works. It works. Yeah. But like, um, so yeah, I keep I keep circle dancing around my point, and I don't know why I keep doing it. But so when I first started doing music, there was people older than me, uh, talking like between ten and five years older than me that, that did music in my area. Um, I'm not sure if you heard of Intuitive. Um, there's Lil Phil, really close with, with Lil Phil. Um, there's Ray, uh, SK, what, what's, what's his actual name now? Is it SK Ray? Scrams. That is his old, that's what his name used to be, but I think he's changed it to SK Ray. He doesn't even do music anymore. Uh, there's Trademark Blood, big fan of Trademark Blood. Love him. Quite close to trade. Him, yeah. Um, trades helped me out a lot. Um, I, 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 um, I may have, uh, started a war with him today. Yeah. Because he's on about doing some uh, some don't flop style sort of battles. Oh really? Down for a fun war, bro. Yeah, I've thrown the gauntlet there. Fun war. <laughs> Me and Trey, <laughs> my it, blood. It's one of them, isn't it? I, I, I've seen and, him, I, and I that's serious as well. I haven't um, seen I haven't seen Thumb War, so I can't really speak. I've seen him rap. He's a sick guy, but Thumb War. I'm going to throw that there on the, the concrete hand. street right now. You might quite literally thumb have war. the upper hand in a, in, a, in a Thumb War. You may oh, do yeah. the upper thumb. Trademark blood. If you listen to this. Yeah, on, bro. Up, man. Trade, I'm, I've got nothing to do with this. I've got nothing to do with these trade. Sorry, we'll talk later. Don't worry about it. Anyway, um, yeah, so then then there was a big gap in from that like sort of 10 to 6 year range. Like, there's not, there wasn't, I, I can't think of anyone that was doing music in that time. And then I feel like, so when I started doing music, I get violated. When I say violate, people take the mick at me really bad, like really take the mick. That was of use of a better word. Um, and then like, 
I don't mean to be this guy, but this is just how it looked from my point of view. And I'm going to say it. I've never said it before, but I'm going to say it. But then when I started doing it, like my first song did quite well. And it was only because it was my first song. I'm not, I'm not saying because it was sick because I hate the song. It's deleted off my, all my socials. It's my most successful song. It was on 21,000 streams on Spotify when I got rid of it. Um, Why did you get rid of it? Why would you do that? It's, to it's just not something I stand for anymore. It's a song that I don't feel as if represents me. I've got, got a copy it. Of it then, I've got right? it in my personal so you, archive. You've said a few there. times like your music is obviously evolving. Like yeah, as yeah, you yeah. grow as a person, your music's growing with yeah, you. Yeah, and yeah. you've said um, like you like doing podcasts and mm. you'd love to do reacting because it gives you a chance for your character and your personality yeah, yeah, yeah. to shine. Yeah. Does does it? How are you going to evolve your music so that you feel that you're being expressed as you in your music? I think that, that, that's the avenue I'm going down now. So like, oh, I'm not going to, I can't leak things out of yeah, this new EP, there's, but like, there's, there's this, a lot like even the, the album cover, the, moment okay. the album cover, when people that. see the album cover, I want to say it in a way that it's still, it's still fresh when you see it. When you see the album cover, just know, big up uh, DJJW, Dan Woods, the guy, the artist that's designed <laughs> it for me. Like it's not, he's he's literally, I feel like he's pulled the thought out of my mind and put it on he's a canvas for me. He's such a talented artist, such a talented. But like, just know. Is he, that, is he like, Shrewsbury based? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Liverpool, Telford. Liverpool now. He's, yeah, he's yeah, in, he, he, he lives in Liverpool. Well, he's made his bed, but he's right? From, I believe he's from <laughs> Telford. But what I'm saying is like, Basically. when you look at that, you're going to look at the album cover and think like, there's a lot going on here. Everything has come from my mind. Every single thing has been in my mind. I've got literally, I can't draw. I've got a whiteboard at home and I basically have this exact thing drawn very, 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 very poorly drawn. Sorry, not drawn on a whiteboard. And he's literally plucked it and put it on a piece that's of paper. Made it one, one Just know everything you see that's going on. There's a lot of stuff here then. Every single thing has a meaning for it or it means something to me. And when can we see it? Well, the, shall I say a date? I've got a date. So the date, I've got a show. My next show at Oil is going to be the 6th of May. And we're thinking of making that on a release date, like a release I party. I have to make it to this one because I haven't been able to make it. Yeah, to well, it, there's always going to be shows. I'll, I'll, there's one thing I'm going to promise you, whether it's on a big, big scale, whether it's me and a mic, there will always be shows. I and need I think, to do more with Oil. I really do because like they do such great things at the castle. They show me, they show me oil, love. They show me yeah. all my love, yeah. Yeah, they're both of us. To be fair. fair. Like, we can't really praise them enough, really. Like, Viv is like... <laughs> I'm going to have to... I'm, I am going to cut you off here, but not in a bad way. <laughs> I'm cutting you off to big you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not cutting you off just to take yeah, the story yeah, from ahead, you. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, so... Like, to, like, so tomorrow I have a meeting and I would say this is the single most important meeting of my career so far that I have tomorrow. And all of that stems from Marcus, every single part of it. So Marcus is doing work with, he's like, he's blushing yeah, now, bro, but he knows it's true. He knows it's true. Like I was, I was doing we, all right for myself. Like I was, we met through music. So I was doing music before I met Marcus. Um, so basically what happened was Marcus was doing some work, obviously some like videography and photography work for Doe and Oil. And I think we were at the gym and you bumped into the owner of, of the owner. And basically he yeah, just, approached me. Actually. Yeah. So yeah, they, the cafe, okay, there you go. Like we had a cup of, I'd, I always went there to do my work and like to coffee, like just drink coffee and like edit. And um, Viv approached me and um, yeah. So you, well, it's your story, man. So obviously um, correct me if I'm wrong. So yeah, Viv approached me and sort of was interested in, um, what I did for a living and we, we started speaking and then um, he mentioned that he wanted to go down the music route with oil and um, Jacob was obviously the first person. Uh, we've got like... Um, Literally, so he didn't need to do that. So in a quick conversation, he's dropped me and to Marcus, that's just nothing, dropped that. But to me, he's planted that seed. So from that, we had conversations with, I was having conversations with Viv at Doe and Oil, for oil, the opposite. Um... <laughs> 
and it, it it just seemed to have snowballed uh, through that. We did a music video there downstairs for my last it's EP. Such a great new wave. On there. When, they, when they've got the decks and you're surrounded yeah, by yeah, LPs, yeah. So I'm like, this is like, yeah, like yeah. green for me because it's I, sick. I was in, um, I was in uh, the poorhouse. Yeah, 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 yeah. Poorhouse, and we were going to see uh, Chris Ramsey as <laughs> a stand up, and, so, and we thought, well, I'll go for a quick, quick cocktail before we went. And there's some guy just playing lo-fi and some decks. And I'm like, this it was it um, Buzzword. I don't know. But it might have been Buzzword. I'm a big fan of Buzzword. Oh Buzz- my God. So my, Buzzword's my DJ. He DJs for oil and he DJs at my shows as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he spins vinyls as well. He's, yeah. uh, I was just sitting, I was in heaven because I yeah, love lo-fi. Lo-fi be, is my be. vibe. That's kind of how yeah, I move. Yeah. If you think, wonder, how does Alex vibrate in life? That's lo-fi for me. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Jeez, that's sick. <laughs> I do somewhat lo-fi. Like on the new on the new EP, one of the one of the lyrics. It's a, so that that funk song I was telling you about. It's very funk, very jumpy, very old school hip hop. And so I spell my name at the beginning, and it's um, T R I. Usually lo-fi P P L when they see me shell E J A. They can't. Uh, was it E J A? They can't B T J. They tell me why why because they think that they so fly something like that. So obviously that's me. I'm, I do lo-fi originally, but then I wanted to add that in and stuff like that. But yeah, going back to uh, Marcus speaking with Viv. So then obviously we did that music video there, and then I had someone follow me, Sonny Wharton. I don't know if you know of Sonny Wharton. Um, he's in and around <laughs> Shrewsbury, and I, I, as soon as I seen that blue verified tick, I was like, I am messaging this guy. So I messaged him. Um, he was a personal. I think he's a personal friend of Viv's, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I generally think. So obviously, as I said, that's all stemmed from Marcus. If any of that, he followed me through the posts that Oil put out because he follows um, Oil and he's friends with Viv. And so that's all stemmed from that. And I generally think me messaging him that day, again, was before tomorrow's event was the most instrumental part of my career so far. Because Sonny's took me on leaps and bounds. Like um, when I first met Sonny, he was in a car park in Oswestry and he could have been home to his kids and his wife. But he decided to sit with me in a car while he was sat. Well, we were on a Zoom call. He decided to sit for two hours from like eight o'clock till 10 o'clock, just talking to me about music, asking me what I needed, how he can help me. Um, because I, I believe some Welsh Paul originally. And um, he said, look, you're local and I want to help you. So whatever you need. These are the kind of people we need to meet on the Shoes of Biscuit. Uh, music is like Neville Street. Is great. It's great. He's a great promoter of, of bands around here. Great friends with him. Uh, he's coming around, my, uh, coming around next week, actually. Uh, <laughs> he's, um, but like, he's great because he invites me to all sorts of events. But when it comes to like mm. hip hop, new I, I, bands, like things that are exciting, so I need to... Sonny is like, he's into house. His main thing is house. But like... And that's where the conversation is. I'm joking. You know, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like those people behind the scenes that are like the orchestra of everything without you even knowing it. Yeah, yeah. That is Sonny. Like, the more I know this guy, the more they think, like, he was Fatboy Slim's artist of the year, 1999. Hmm. Um, have you heard of Fred again? He's quite, he's quite, he's close to Fred again and stuff like that. And like, by the way, I was joking about house. Um, <laughs> I, I genuinely am. Some of the leaps and bounds that he's like, like literally. So I'm, I think I met him in like the October, November and by the January. So in, in that October, November, I was struggling to, um, I was at a place where I was like, look, I want to do music. I want to do music videos. I want to make them look sick. I want them to be like the best thing anyone in my area has ever seen. Cause that's what you got to start in your area. And, that, and that's what I've realized. Um, but I was just like, but I've got bills to pay. I've got a family to, to I've got like me and Mrs. We've got, I've got rent to pay, got this, that, yeah. And I was like, how am I going to do it? Because like, I want to spend my money on this, but there's more important things to spend money on at the minute. And as I say- Give me from, some sugar. 
That's me right now. That's it. That's, that's like literally where the biscuits are right from now. From October, from the October to January, it was almost like Sunny went like that, and it, I'm so, I pro- no problem. It's not a problem for me anymore. He's helped me. He's found me oh, find a way where that doesn't need to be a thing anymore. Where me worrying about sort of where my next paycheck's going, is it going on rent or is it going on my next song? It's not, it's not a problem for me anymore. He's just literally, it's like he's waved a wand and he's found, it's like he's created ways that I didn't even know existed. I was having this amazing. conversation with someone earlier who I can't mention. Oh, by the way, when we talk about TV, he mentioned, he said, um, I won't mention who it is, but he's like, do you watch Emmerdale? I was like, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Um, <laughs> um, oh God, where's going with this now? And we we're talking about how important, actually, it's not necessarily the money and the cars and the jewels. It's connections, networks. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like definitely you know. who you know. Definitely yeah. who you know, and I've learned that. Very and cool. also, like, people who actually respect the art. Like, one thing I will say for Jacob's sake is, like, he's, like, so calculated, and he has, like, such, like... like Appreciate that, man. Like, he has such, like, a creative mind. And when me and Jacob first met, like, um, Jacob was, like, you on Grime at that point, weren't you? Yeah. And, like, I, yeah. I, I, like, I saw, like, like, a potential in him, and, I like, for me it's 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 not it's easy for me to say that in the next five years jacob could be like possibly one of like the forefront of like artists in the uk because um yeah we we both met in a very odd situation really yeah it was through that don't flop thing wasn't it like yeah um and i, think- I'm, I used to be rude you know when i was a, when i was like 18 i was rude <laughs> because like, he come up to me he was through that and because obviously you you've been speaking to correct to chris to chris to uh sean gray and that about yeah. Don't flop in that. And I was doing it. Shout out to Sean, by the way. Oh, and yeah. you come up to me and you were like, oh, you're, you're battling on don't flop in it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because obviously you were doing photography and fever. And I was like, who's that guy? Like, who's that? Like, why is he coming up to me? Like, I didn't, I was like, what? Yeah, I think like any like creative collaboration between anyone, like in the beginning, like there's always like, I, I don't know, like, yeah, anyone yeah. you approach, like it's not a bad thing, but I think, I think within like in some sort of artistry sort of world, like there's an approach where people want to sort of realize what they're in it for. And as you said about like connections and stuff, I sometimes think like um, a lot of relationships and uh, business relationships and a lot of like artistic relationships sort of break down because sometimes people may put on the table what they think they're pushing and that they might have a narrative, but you quickly realize through certain relationships that it's what you both have in common. Yeah. Yeah and and what you don't and it can be like i will say like I, i've someone who's worked in the industry for like 10 to 15 years and it is probably like it is a very very toxic industry like it's a very very toxic industry and i think navigating yourself around that and finding good people is um yeah like to to be fair like me and jacob are friends first and then but well, this is what i was going to say something very important that i really like i can't stress it enough like people see people know me I, I, like a lot of people don't know about mine and your story really do they no. so like I think they know we get on a lot of people. I think people just think, ah, oh, Marcus is like, does, does work with triple J triple J just does work with Marcus and that's it. But like, it's so, it, it runs so much deeper than that on a level that like, I can't comprehend. I've never had a relationship before I met my partner. I've never had a relationship with anyone like I have Marcus. Um, the first lockdown hit and I was living in a house share with like seven other people and it wasn't the greatest place to be in at all. Um, Marcus was like, look, come, I'm, I'm in town. I've got, I've got a floor come i got a sofa come live with me i live with marcus for two months by the end of it we like we we had so different people in 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 some terms by the end of it i think we were at each other's throats i'd say like, one thing like like it did so not to sound cliche but brothers like like fight like yeah, at times like yeah and i think like we've we both like nurtured and like learned a lot from our own relationships yeah definitely and, and for, like for a creative aspect yeah. and just so, so many aspects really 
Um, and yeah, we kind of, yeah. That, like, because a lot of people that don't know mine and Marcus's relationship may think like, oh, I'm, me and Marcus are very brutally honest with each other. And me being the person I am, um, I'll say something to Marcus about Marcus. And someone who doesn't know me and Marcus will be like, that's a bit harsh, isn't it? <laughs> but that is just our relationship. Marcus knows me and he knows I don't mean any ill towards him at all. But I will, I'm the type of person, to the people I'm comfortable around, I will say the worst thing you could ever imagine to them because it's funny, because I'll, <laughs> I'll laugh with it. But I'll only do it if I know that they may not take it as a joke. Josie, example. I've only met you this week, but how many times have I took the you driving? Excuse me for language. But you, you know it's a laugh. You can honestly have a comment. Take the mic, it's all right. Do I, do I, do I? No, not at all. But that's, that's what's good is the fact that like, I tested the waters with you to see if you'd see it as a joke. But now I hope you know that, that you'll never live that oh, joke down. Aside, like, ever. I cannot drive. Like, yeah, but you, you, can, no, you can, you can, you can. I just, I don't even have a job. I don't have a license. So you can drive better than I can. <laughs> but I, just because I'll, whenever I see someone, I'll try and find something, just something about them I that I can the have a laugh with. Can I just say, this show has got to be called um, <laughs> The Shoes With Biscuit. <laughs> Hosted by Triple J and Alex and Verity as, as guests. This is, what I, mean, I, I love this. this is what I mean. It's like I'm having, it's, this is my way of having my own podcast without having to deal with having my own podcast. I think, I think, I, well, I don't know what the listeners think, but I think we should get Jay on again. I'm and I think we should get you to host, actually oh, host an episode. Oh, please. That is literally my... And you can bring on a guest and me and Verity will just like cheerlead oh, in the corner. Yeah, like, I'd love to do that. No. that. That'd be sick. I'd really love to do that. That is that like you, that is like, that's Christmas for me. Have you got any, uh, we're friends on WhatsApp. Have you got any audio of any work that you've done that you can send to me on WhatsApp on your um, phone that we can play it on? Do you want to pull up a beat? <laughs> Go on. I don't want, I, I didn't want to be like, yo. Do you want to pull up a beat? Sing something. Can you, can you have me. it run through this, can you? Yeah, so if you send it to me on WhatsApp. Um, pull my, can you do it on YouTube on that phone? Yeah. Play it one of the new songs from the EP. Just move your phone that if way. You can. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Sorry, is it the stat? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Interference. Um, let me find it on Ooh. YouTube then. Do I have you... your permission to play your content on my show? No, if you put an instrumental on, I'll, I'll do it live. I'll do it live. Okay. Yeah, we'll run it live. Yeah, go on. Yeah, go on. It's a little treat for you guys. I don't do much. I, I don't do live anymore, so I'll do it live. But I'll do something off the EP, so it's, it's exclusive. One thing I'll say is, exclusive. right, like I'm always pushing Jacob to like for everything because I just know how like talented he is and it's like he says that like. He's not talented. So, but oh, what am I looking for? No. Oh, have you got a beat? That I, can I might literally do the beat off the EP and give yeah. you something like raw, 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 raw. S send me something that I can. Yeah, play. I will. I will. Uh, give me two seconds. Um, and while 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 uh, while Jay, I've done it at a show, so it's all right. It's a while Jay's sorting that out, I want to talk about your Instagram, Marcus, because um, tell people how, like, I, it's I, what, I'll tell as a visual artist, you created something pretty special. Um, so I'll I'll just tell you my story. So um. I left home when I was like pretty young and um, I moved to Bristol and uh, when I moved to Bristol I started an events company called Psyched um, and we basically used to put on um, gigs. Sorry, do you want to? Sorry, sorry, my bad. My phone's died so oh, I can't even play it. Oh, is it a YouTube, yeah, yeah. an iPhone no, no, charger? I've got, I've got, yeah, if you've got an iPhone charger that'd be great so I could just get something oh, from I my Dropbox. I think Josie's got one. So you're in Bristol. Um, sorry, you're, so, um, so rude, man. I started a, with um, a good friend at the time called uh, Ben Cattell. Um, ben uh, works for a Canadian company now. Um, 
making um what are they called what are they, what were those images that were like a big thing in lockdown oh he nfts makes, yeah he makes nfts now um <laughs> right, okay yeah cool. so he was a graphic artist and um um so yeah basically we started uh with um um a few friends we started an events company called psyched and uh we'd put on like um events um anywhere up to like three to four thousand people and we put on names from like loads of garage legends to young lean to um to yeah just some really big like acts um ben was like obviously the main forefront of that i was someone who sort of just like um sort of latched on and uh ben had a camera and i'd i'd basically i'd been doing uh photography and video work since i was about 15 as a hobby and um sort of i saw the opportunity when we moved to bristol for um just like capturing the gigs and doing the creative content um long story short i was in sort of bristol for like four or five years and then i moved to shrewsbury in 2015 and um i sort of like built a sort of my own sort of platform through there and then um i've yeah i've worked in shrewsbury and sort of realistically like um all over the country even like overseas bookings as, as well at times um and uh i've been doing it on my own for a very long time um and in the last like two three years it got to the point where i sort of felt like i had hit like a creative block um narrow narrating yourself as well through like um not only like creative relationships but you sort of the business side as well that's something that like you might not understand at the beginning and I definitely um relationships and businesses that I was involved with um in the beginning definitely got taken advantage of because I was like obviously like helping a lot of businesses and all well, this is the thing when you're eager and you want to make an impression yeah. some people might be like but yeah I know sometimes that- they sell you the, the the a dream opposed to and like obviously when you're younger as well like this is the thing as well like, I grew up um when record deals were like a big thing the industry's changed massively now whereas like record deals back in like 2009 to 2013 was like the thing that every band wanted and um like i i grew up with bands who signed to like columbia sony and um they like um a lot of a lot of people think that like might be a milestone but you you have to be very careful with these sort of relationships because i think like i think a lot of high execs understand that what you said about sometimes people are very eager and they might they want might want the dream more than understanding the business side Mm. so you might find that like five years down the line you're literally making like nothing and you're that happened with 30 seconds to mars they did a great documentary called artifact which uh, if you can find watch because whether you like the band 30 seconds to mars or not jared letter whether you like the joker one yeah that documentary it is it shows you what it, it almost brought emi down because yeah like as i said before like i honestly the like certain aspects of the industry are probably with the most toxic places you could ever work like like i re- there is a lot of like predators and i would a lot hate of- to be in a place where people walk up to you and be like you yeah. like in your face like and it happened i like- do that to marcus like all the time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right my phone's still charging so let's yeah, just we'll, fine, we'll run um, and when it happens we'll we'll run it but, we might uh, get music from triple j yeah, we might do we, we might, might not um but yeah since uh leaving bristol coming here worked for many years and then within the last two years um well in the last year we've actually got a a party on saturday for our one year um in business um so i run a company with two of my friends called uh tom tom o'keefe and uh bryce corden and uh yeah we were eyesight media in the building yeah, love, love. Media. 
Say that again. So we, we go into Ice High Media, um, uh, but we have um, we have a studio in town, for like full music studio. Where did the uh, name Ice High come from? Um, you know what? Like, uh, truth be told, like we we just sort of like I don't know. The three of us just had a coffee one morning, and we we're just trying to figure out Ice High. Like, I'm up it's, for it. it's not like like I do like the name, but it's something that like might be a rebrand in the future. No, I'm up for it. I think I like it. You, you, just because it doesn't have a meaning, doesn't yeah. mean, it, no one's ever going to come up with that. But um, are, people ask me all the time, again. why Shrewsbury Biscuit? And I'm like, why not? There is a meaning behind it. But why not? Why yeah. not the Shrewsbury Biscuit? Why, why Shrewsbury Biscuit? Now I'm going to ask. I'm gonna because be of the Shrewsbury Biscuit. There was a biscuit called the Shrewsbury Biscuit. But like, the reason being, uh, the listeners are like, oh, here it goes again. <laughs> no, tell your story. This is your podcast. Yeah. Don't listeners. You do for you. on our tangent. I tell your listeners. This podcast has been my tangent. Let's call it Triple J goes on a tangent. And that's the end of it. What are you going to do, man? I, uh, I moved to Shrewsbury not knowing anything about the town and me and my wife went to watch a Ross Noble gig um, in Telford and he was like, oh, I'm going to start throwing some Shrewsbury biscuits in the crowd to the Telford people and they all booed and stuff and then people looked puzzled and he was like, what, you don't realise that Shrewsbury has a biscuit in it? Your, your neighbour in town's got a biscuit named after it, you know, he's going on. and I was like, oh, this is a great way of saying like, I am learning about the town the same way I learned about the Shrewsbury biscuit. Yeah, that's sick, yeah. You know, so, um, because I didn't know anything about the town I learned, literally, literally learned about this town through this podcast. That's sick. With people I've spoken good. to. Um, that's really good. Uh, yeah, it's cold. Yes, I'm yes. up for that. <laughs> I love that. It's cold. I'm up for it. I'm up for it. Because <laughs> I, I think uh, the thing with the Shrewsbury is, there's always something you can learn about it. Yeah. Um, it's a town, to be fair, though. It's because very lovely. a lot of the stuff you hear immediately is like the, the usuals, your Charles Darwin, blah, 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 which is a lot of stuff you teach, like you get taught in school and stuff like that. But like, there's a lot more to Shrewsbury that people don't know. Did you know that Shrewsbury used to be the capital of Wales? Yeah. They, no, that's it was mad. The capital of Wales. It was part of Wales. I, I think it was the capital. I'm quite sure it was the capital. No, if you, if you Google Wales. it, I think I Googled it and it says, I'm, I may be wrong. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> like, if I'm wrong, I look silly now. But I'm quite sure it was the capital at one point. Fact like, I'm, I'm talking like a long, 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 long time ago. I'm talking like, have this I'm talking like every the time 19, I'm talking like the 1980s. I'm joking. I'm not that long. Longer than that. Longer than that. Longer than that. Mm-hmm. Um, talking like 90 yeah help yourself help yourself to a drink Vim um, on the site day <laughs> I'm gonna yeah t talk about the guys though so anyway uh, the three of us sort of came together we'd um, I'd been we'd been shadowing and all sorts of work together from weddings to uh, short film productions um, to, to all sorts really um, Tom and Bryce I know they're gonna hear this and they're probably gonna get embarrassed but they honestly two of the, like as well as Jacob like that's I, I've I really can't believe at times that I've got like th these guys around me because it just means so much to me and I'm very much like someone who nurtures creative relationships because because I've seen a lot of the bad side to like I'd be friends with you guys too because I'm a creative <laughs> guy yeah, yeah. Friends. you're not cool enough to be with us <laughs> you got biscuit in the name of your podcast why did you do that <laughs> no I'm joking of course um, we are ever growing what? Yeah. Well, I don't even know. What we, we I don't even think you can call us a friendship group. We, no, I, and I don't want to say family. I don't want to be like, we're collaboration. Family. I don't want to sound pack. like it's fast and furious or something like I that. I feel like we are like a bit of a family, to be honest. Like we all yeah. like look out for each other in so many different ways or another. And it's just it's it's it, it really like emotionally gets me at times because like I grew up in like quite hostile situations at times in my life and dealt with a lot of hostile people. And J Jacob's the same. And for us to like come together and like at times we've looked. Like we've looked after each other like I I went through some really horrible stuff like in lockdown and Jacob was there for me and what likewise with Jacob like we've we've been 100%. there for each other I, I just want to stress something because Marcus will never say it about himself um if I could like give Marcus like one role try right. <laughs> yeah Marcus is like 
I don't even know how to set, like, he's a survivalist. I don't know anyone doing the work that, like, Marcus does. Marcus will always, no matter how bad a situation can be or get, this is setting off, I think it's... Yeah, it's, it's, it's set now, that's what it was. Um, Marcus will always find a way to survive, always. Always. Like if it if it feels like, oh, my back's against the wall here, Marcus will backflip off the wall and he's walking forward. Yeah. I, I, I like it, whenever I speak to anyone about Marcus who doesn't know him, but like has heard of him, that like I can't I can't fathom it. Like I feel like I'm I'm envious of you guys because what you're talking about Marcus and what you're talking about about Marcus is you've you've created a, a creative pack. One hundred percent, yeah. And 100%. I feel like there's a great philosophy to behind sort of surrounding yourself with people that are successful and and can push you forward. Yeah, and and get rid of the people that hold you back. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that. That's been a part of the journey. Yeah, yeah, definitely, hundred percent. You had your own no Vaseline think, moment, think, have you? <laughs> well, originally there was three of us, if you remember, at the very beginning there was three of us. Yeah, yeah. And then that scene yeah. went down to two. Yeah. And then now, I, like, as I said before, like sometimes there's there can be also sometimes it doesn't always work. With, like creative relationships, and sometimes people aren't like, yeah. I think the, the whole lockdown thing with me and you that taught us our like it, our we really learned about each other, but it really showed our differences. So like, mm. it showed our. The way we 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 can be creative because obviously there's more than one way to be creative as as one individual, and often our creative procedures match and line up. Sometimes they don't. Yeah. Sometimes they could be the complete opposites. I think ego can be a a huge problem for yeah. creative. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Like I've I've, but, I've dealt with like so many narcissists. It's like with years, me. People scary think, people who don't know me think I have an ego. Yeah, I don't. I just don't care. I really do not care <laughs> because That's I make myself. I, I, I think make that myself is like so you... silly because like I make a fool out of myself, and I'm. I'm a, I used to do it without realizing it with my ADHD, and like it used to really get me upset and stuff like that. But like I like when people say I don't care, I generally do not care. <laughs> like if I'm in like if I'm in public with my partner and I'm making myself look silly, she's like everyone's looking and I was like, yeah, that's the point. Like let them look. I'm funny. <laughs> like yeah, I don't care. I, I'm up for it. Like. I am so unapologetically myself that it can hinder me sometimes. Yeah, and I'm aware can, of that. It can but then other again, people as I don't well. care. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. I don't. Like I, like I should, but I, I should, but I don't. I just. It's always. I just don't. As, as like, we said about too ego. Short to care so yeah, much. 100%. 100%. As we said about like ego and pain, like I think some of us like get that out of us very young. So, yeah. Um, I think that's probably because of versatile, hostile situations. Yeah. I think that was almost like, not to use the term, but beaten out of us at like a young age. Yeah, like, yeah. I think it's easy. So, to, it's easy to spot, isn't it? You can, you, I think if you if you're well trained in you know, you've uh, had experience with narcissists and yeah. have that in, the, in a creative industry, like you can tell the difference between momentum and ego, egotistical. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like last week, for example, we interviewed Chasing Mallory, which was a great interview. Yeah. Lots of great energy. Yeah. And there was a little bit of a pause where we played one of their tracks. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so glad that's over. I was super nervous. I've got social anxiety. Yeah, and they were like, yeah, yeah. no way. I could never tell. And it's because I'm going, I'm going, yeah, I'm yeah, going. Yeah, I've got that me. momentum. But and that, then, trust like, me, like the, the, most, the most excitable, the most... I guarantee you, if you have a friend in your group that's the most excitable, if you don't, then you're that person. <laughs> Cause I'm, I don't, so I'm that person. I'm that live wire out of most friends in my, like my family's full of live wires. So I'm, I kind of just blend in with my family, but, um, your most excitable out there, energetic friend, I guarantee is the most 
nervous when it comes to it is the most, uh, in some cases, self-conscious, uh, anxious, like people don't like the whole anxiety thing. It become a big spike at one point, especially when I was going through school of like being diagnosed with anxiety and stuff like that. And a lot of people would self-diagnose themselves with anxiety. And I think the main thing people need to remember, and it's like, it's so instrumental that they do remember this is that like anxiety is an emotion like any other. So like by self diagnosing yourself, what's the point? That's like diagnosing yourself with happy. That's like <laughs> diagnosed. Like I'm not saying people don't just, there's people out there that are generally diagnosed with anxiety. And that is, and I'm fully aware of that, but I just think these people that are diagnosing themselves don't, don't diagnose yourself until you're diagnosed by a professional. Because otherwise, you, you, you're focusing on that one singular emotion, which is just going to draw you to it so much more. So like, if you, why do people walk around diagnosing themselves with happy? They'll yeah. be a lot more happy. I, I promise they I would be. Because that's what well. your mind is ticking. That's and what you're thinking you about. You feed into anxious. stuff as well. You've really feed into something. So like, for, for me, like I've had like my list of problems over the years and like diagnosis was never something that I ever wanted to go down the line of because I feel that um, sometimes like, if you if you if you're told something you play into it more and sometimes like there's a big thing about like victim mentality nowadays yeah. and i yeah. i think that if you put yourself in a, a situation where you like you you want to be told that you have like i don't know anxiety disorders depression and stuff that sometimes that can be more damaging um if anything anxiety has always been my biggest motivator and that's something to like get me out of bed in thank the morning you. thank you and yeah, some, yeah. something to like to strive me to be better because otherwise, like I've I've been in the pits of, of it, and it's it's horrible. It can really like mess up your life. And it's um, this is what I was talking about right at the beginning about personas. Yeah, yeah. Right, because Verity very recently has just been to an event with me, highly flammable, and I was like, oh. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, and she was like, who do you want to like? What what what? I was like, oh, oh yeah, I want to speak to someone. I want to find someone. And, she, and Verity was like, right, let's go get someone then. <laughs> <laughs> she went and got me people, but like it's weird because I I went for me. Oh, that's me and you. And then I, and then, and then I got the microphone. Like you can be shy sometimes and be like, like you you want to do something. You make it clear to me, so I'm like, let's do it then. Yeah. And you do the same to me. Yeah. Where like sometimes I'll be like, oh, I'm not sure if that's the right approach. Uh, and I think, or I go, this is a sick idea. This I like. I've got there's a cork here that is sick. <laughs> and I'll sit there for five minutes and I'll go, well, oh, is it that sick? Or am I just thinking it's that sick? And then Marcus will be like, no, that's sick. And I'm like, yeah, it's sick. I'm up for it. And that's how it works. It's a nice cork. It, I'm, it, it. I'm up for it. For the candle and all that. Yeah, I'm up for it. But yeah, that, I'm an analogy guy. I like analogies. Oh, that's a great one. That's so like, for example, um, I'm going to give you another bit of a preview on the EP now. Um, and it's I'm doing this on purpose because I've been tossing around names and there's a name that I like. And so I don't backtrack. I'm going to say the name on the pod so I can't change it from this point onwards. Um, so a lot of people like to hate nowadays. They like to hate on things and they just want to hate on everyone. And they, if they're not doing it or they're jealous, they'll hate on it almost to the point where the people I hate, some people are hating that much. They're almost like an animal and that the, the hater, a hater is an animal. So that's my approach for the EP. Obviously we spoke about it through to the, uh, the, the interlude that we've worked on. Um, yeah. So uh, obviously the, the name of the EP is a hater's guide to optimism. So it's, it's almost like, um, I want to think of it as like a, almost like a book or like a encyclopedia of a hater. And I want the EP to be like a way to guide a hater to optimism. And that's just kind of, yeah. Are we allowed to talk about what we did? Um, it, it, like, 
Yeah, just to let's say that beat around we the bush. <laughs> Obviously, I got you to do a voiceover. V- yeah, like a voiceover for me for the EP. Yeah. Um, to do with what I've just spoke about. Oh, well, we'd seen the um, again, but yeah, we did. But yeah, and it was exactly what I hoped it would be. And yeah. really, like great. I was so happy with it we to listened. the point where you sent me three versions of it, and I'm so lost on so which one great. to use. So great. It's like two versions of the same one, but one close up, one far. Yeah, 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 but those two versions, a- th- those two versions, like for example, you could chop both up and use bits of both in the same thing. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, so what I'm going to do, I'm not even going to make the choice. I'm going to send it to my sound engineer and send all three and be like, have fun and let my fun with it. So, uh, Alex Whiteley will feature on oh, that song. It's great. There you go. I love it. There you go. I love it. Definitely. But like, this is this is what I'm talking about. And you say you got a studio on, on the what on my yeah, car. Yeah, oh, honestly, if you I need, come, can I come? I to your say, like, if you need any advertising, you need any graphics, you need any new logos. These are the guys you need to go to. Like, I can't stress it enough. Like, people in Shoesby are catching on. They are catching on that these are the guys. Like, they they're getting more and more work. But but I just ah, oh, I like I really can't. Str- I don't know how. Like, they're really busy at the minute. They are really busy. But I don't know how they. They haven't got a queue through town because like oh i just can't get over it they're <laughs> sick man like all the music videos for my ep i'm i'm handing it all over to these guys obviously i'm gonna have i liked i am the type of artist that likes to have a play a big part in the whole so the whole thing from music videos to planning to so, props to ed, like so new funk new wave of my last ep Marcus and Tom, all shout out to Box Productions. They all, like, Marcus Tom, did the Tom, photos, Tom did the shoot, Tom, I did the edit. We're all like creatively in sync, but I can't not give Tom his yeah, Tom's like, sick, Tom, Tom's Dirt Box Productions, he's been making music videos. Him and Bryce have been making like short films since they were about 12 years of age and another like relationship that sort of just na- naturally happened and we all come together and now we're, we're very understanding. Each of us have our own strengths and weaknesses as well. Like I, I take more of the photography and sort of the business side and well, to be fair, not even that. Like we all, we all do bits and bobs. Mm. Um, um, and we, yeah, between, like to be fair, we have about 20 job roles each. But And I just love being a part of it with people that also like me being a part of it because there's videographers out there that are like, oh God, let's just do our job. But at the end of the day, this is, this is my baby and I mm. want it to be what I want it to be. Like it's, and I'm like, I'm all on board for people throwing in ideas, but at the end of the day, it, it for me to put it out, it needs to be me putting it out. So you'll find a lot of artists will be like, right, you guys tell me what I'm doing and I'll be there. I'm not that kind of person. So like when I went, to, so I went to college and I studied uh, music technology, uh, media studies, and that was literally because I started doing music and I was what start college at sixteen, so I had no money to my name. And I wanted to do all this stuff, but I couldn't afford to do it. So I thought, I'll go to college and learn how to mix my own songs. I'll go to college and do media so I can make my own music videos. So then if I got to a point where other people can do it, that's sick. But I can do it myself. I can do it from home. So like, as I say, the, the last uh, New Funk New Wave off the last EP, I edited it. These guys shot it. I edited it. And then that what you see is what I've edited. Like even down to like... Um, so a lot of the graph, I'm not really good at graphics. So the graphics I haven't done, but like there's a bit where the graphic peels on like a sticker and peels off. I did that. Um, the EP that we're working on at the minute, the agreement I have with ISI is that they shoot it and I'll edit it. But then like, like I still can't stress enough how like these guys are sick. So they'll be like, we're there for basically every part. They're like, like look, we're there. We, we, we love everything. We love the, the planning yeah, out, the yeah. storyboards, the shooting, the, the shots, the cinematography. So, so I've paid these guys to shoot, not to edit, to shoot. And that's it. But because of who they are and they've shown that they like being a part of what I do. They said, look, if you want help editing, let me know. Of course I'll help you. 
you need this, I'll help you. But I've only paid them. I haven't paid them to do that. But it, to them, it's not about the money. It's about the end product. Obviously, like they need the money to paid work. Everyone needs paid to do paid work. Yeah, of course. In, in, but I just in, think in, like well, we literally we like we it was like such a such a leap of faith for us really. It, like, and if you look at their show reel, yeah, and then you look at their prices. We were, it's such a I can't lie. Like, if it like was me, I'd be putting my prices up. We were in an office. I really would. We were in an office. It well, was freezing cold. It's a single glazed building, so it's. it's well, I'd love to cold. come. Me and Verity come. Come. Definitely. Yeah, please, yeah. Have a play around. Make something, maybe. Yeah, I've recently moved out of Shrewsbury, right? So I don't see Marcus as much as I used to. But I, I, I say I come down once a month, if that. Sometimes. And then what I'd love to. Twice what I'd love to make, right? <laughs> Verity's looking at me like. <laughs> you know that really cheesy. Um, uh, thing from from Anchorman, where they'd take the picture <laughs> and they're changing poses and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'd love to make like a mock up of that. <laughs> yeah, me and Verity, yeah, yeah. Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. Yeah, they've got, all that. They've got yeah, like we, a photography studio and yeah, stuff. They've got all of it. Studio, Anything yeah. you need. Right, right. For example, say you wanted to do. This is. I'll take you through a mental walk through this. Hold studio. on, we haven't we haven't cleared this with Verity yet. What do you reckon? Thanks. I'm, I'm going to take you through a mental walk of the studio. You walk. You go through. You go upstairs. First thing you see is either a projector or a, a photography studio. So if you want your photo taken, have your photo taken. You move into the one room, graphic design, animation. You want animation, you want graphic design, you're in that room. Next room, video recording. Anything, uh, sorry, uh, music recording. You want music recording, you want music recording. We'll go back past the, past the graphic design, past the photography studio. There's a whole DJ set up, graffitied walls and stuff like that. If you want to do a live stream of you DJing, be my guest. Well, be their guest. Don't be my mum. I can't say that. They've got everything you want, anything you want, everything you need, and they've built it from nothing. So as I say, I go once a month, blah, blah, blah. I was, I, I come when you first, when you first had the place and it was just an empty How room. have I not heard of you? Every time. This is, what is, this is what, I, I mean this, you. I'm not trying to like sound like we're like modest at all, but we just, we, we do work and we do have like some like pretty commercial like clients we've worked for, but we just, we, to be honest, we're not like we're not doing it for like yeah, you're never not, done though, it yeah, for like, yeah. we've never done it for like attention or. But this is why I kind of like, go under the radar, really. You know, like when we had the conversation and I said I was bringing Marcus. That's why I just said Marcus so plainly because in my eyes, everyone just knows him because they're sick. So I just said like, yeah, yeah, bringing Marcus through, and that was it. I left it at that. And then you were like, Marcus, who? And I was like, oh yeah, people don't. Not everyone knows Marcus. So I know Marcus. It doesn't mean everyone does. Yeah, but it's just. No, I, what I think what I said to you was, uh, I, I, I probably met him, but I'm, I'm terrible with names and faces. <laughs> you know? To be fair, we so we were one of our clients is Daily Brews, and I remember um, I was the one who. That's it, right? So my wife's there. We were there. Yeah, yeah. The, the, so um, I was, and that's what I was going to ask you. Were you taking videos for Vitas? Yeah. So Vitas? Vitas like told me to invite you. So I was the one who like sent the message out because we handle the socials as well. I was so. like, I'm broke, man. I got to fly. Yeah, no, 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 it's okay. <laughs> he was and like. Like Vita said to me, he was like, oh, "I'd love to have him down." And to be fair, like, yeah, yeah. See, this is this is me as well. Like, I think because the whole rapper thing, people think that like I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm not. Do if there's anyone in the shoes or surrounding areas that. I'll do anything. Like I really will. I'll do advertisements for anything. I love all that sort of stuff. All of it. I might need some favors off you then i need, yeah, to, I need yeah, some advice off you because uh, there's something i'm working on that I, you can definitely help me with i feel like the, uh you 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 we all work together yeah, in, in, in in media i think that that's the main thing i think that's the problem with shoes be before the recent times people don't want to help people yeah well i mean like in, 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 in the rap industry show, so. oh in the music it's, it's especially in music people don't want to help and well this is where i i think trademark blood is onto something with the, the music see telford's different telford's yeah. very different yeah, telford's well well this is what i said this is what i said there are different flavors of different types of music when you move between sort of 
uh, Telford, Oswestry, Shrewsbury, like Shropshire has such a diverse um, palette when it comes to music. You can pick some great rock bands from Shrewsbury. 100%. Some great hip-hop stars 100%. in Telford and a couple speckled across but Shrewsbury. Do you know what? There's a lot more than people know. Yeah. I'm not saying all of them are terrific, because if I'm honest with you, I'd say 50% of them are I, I want I want. That's me being honest. But like, I'm, I'm not in a place where I can, be, I can say that. I'm not. But in my opinion... 50% of them are right. But, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. But I wasn't right. But, but this is what I'm saying though. But I know that sounds really bad. It does. But when I started, I wasn't, I wasn't all right. So that's okay. It's well, okay not to okay, be okay. Okay. Li listen. Just right. got to work at it. That's what you got to do. What we're going to do. Yeah. We're going to start rounding up. Okay. We, we usually do an hour. We'll, we'll save a part two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I can't help it. I just talk. I, I just want talk. you guys to get in the finish comments. The, um, sorry. Finish on the, yeah, yeah, he's got it on his phone. Oh, Don't sorry, worry yeah, about sorry, that. Sorry. Is this, so is this an instrument on you're going to rap over? Yeah, it? so this is um, a song on how, the new EP. How good are you at nailing a song first time? Bam. Like, say you want to write the song. No, I mean, always, like, performing, performing it. Ah, yeah. oh, always. Always. Get it. Because I, I, I rehearse a lot. I don't think I've ever... Right, do you, want, do you want to be honest? The first time, the, the first and last time I've ever really messed up on stage was Don't Flop. Yeah. And that was the first time I... That was the biggest crowd I ever performed at at the time. Yeah. It was my battle. I forgot my lyrics. Well, it's coming back, isn't it? Aren't they? They're, 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 they're... It's, it's not a thing anymore. Yeah. It's not a thing anymore. It's not. Like... What I love about Harry... Harry Mack is one of my favourite... Like, if you, if you love freestyle rapping... This guy, he, I don't know if you've seen him on YouTube, that you give him free words and then he raps about yeah, it. Oh, actually, yeah, yeah. did they, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. the Free Jokers or something? We went to Theatre 7 like uh, about four weeks ago and I think he performed there. No, no, no. He's massive. He's huge. Oh. He's, he's, he's performed with Kendrick and he's done oh, stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah cool. that, that was MC Hammersmith. Yeah, yeah. That's MC the one. Yeah, 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 me yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Me he's too. brilliant as well. Right. Yeah, anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, perform. We don't do. Uh, yeah, this is. This is like that yeah yeah <laughs> what I'll do I'll just quickly explain it quickly so this is the first song off the EP um, I was, I was, am I going to tell you how many songs are on there no I'm not I'm not I'm not, I'm not going to tell you how many songs are on there you have to find out when it comes out <laughs> right um, okay this is called Big Mac it's named that because um, the last lyric I just say that I want more bread than beef Big Mac's got more bread than beef in it so there you go <laughs> Look. Mm. Big up the shoe, big, big biscuit podcast. Oh, I can't speak for some reason. I'm rapping, I can't speak. Look. Ah. Uh. We the realest, that's the way we do. Every song I'll ever write, you know I say the truth. Look. And I hope we make it through Every day I hope we win while they pray we lose Look, I'm just trying to get that elevation Yeah, they know it's true Out here trying to get that cake in Look, you can't stand the facts you're facing Makes you sick to think that them man there might actually make it Look, that's the way I'm staying with it Some people on the way, they had a tainted spirit Uh, they wish they could live it if I'ma speak the truth, they ain't got the vision. Listen, look, linking up with MH, he kept it real to the core from back in them days. Look, and bro, that's the way we stay. We keep it realer than real while we pave the way. Look, these guys, they ain't about the vibe. They wanna see us fall while we're trying to climb. They wanna see us crawl while we're trying to fly. They weren't about it before, they're running out of time. Uh, and that's the way we be moving. I keep my circle small like it's G unit. Them and I fake and I can see through it. Then I link up with the dogs and we keep moving. Look, this is how we roll. Keep my circle close like I'm out here on patrol. They wanna hear me call, so I make these brothers fold. Bringing all the heat, but you know I keep it cold. Uh, 
that's the way I keep it Brothers wanna think it, but they never wanna speak it When you hear your music, bro, tell me, do you deep it? Cause I heard your music, bro, and you should just delete it Listen, look, excuse me while I switch up the flows I'm reaching heights you've never seen from a distance unknown I do it with my team, breaking bread with my bros And my girl, she my queen, she definitely knows Look, no testing, brother, sit back I be doing me, no spliff rap Nothing but facts, and that's the ting act Want more bread than beef, call that the Big Mac Look, call that the Big Mac Yeah, 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 the Big Mac Uh, call that the Big Mac Want more bread than beef, call that the Big Mac Uh, the Big Mac Want more bread than beef, call that the Big Mac Uh, the Big Mac Want more bread than beef, call that the Big Mac Look Yeah, so that's, that's Big Mac <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Uh, Even better the second time through. Hi, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't worry, don't no, worry. No, Things you, just, you just want to listen to it again. Yeah, we'll yeah, just yeah. run with that joke, all right? I have one. You want to listen to it? Very rarely do live music on the biscuit, but like that was fantastic. Thank you, man. I, that was I that. Thank you. I really as soon as I heard that. that rain sound in the background, yeah, that, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, honestly, that's, that's where I live. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, I was going to say his real name. So it's Richie, which is uh, Dirty Secrets. Okay. Um, generally, this process that I've been working on at the minute through making this EP has been instrumental too. So one, I was about to, oh, I almost slipped how many songs are on the EP. Then I'm not, I told him I'm not going to do that. So what? All the songs are by Richie, besides one, which is by uh, DJ Method from Wolverhampton. Um, DJ Method, we just kind of just come across him on Instagram. I met Richie through Sunny. Um, current guy obviously helped me doing a lot of stuff but uh, the interesting thing about them both so Richie usually makes house so obviously for him to switch to hip hop but his hip hop his house is very hip hop influenced and soul and funk influenced so um, that's why it kind of it, it was like a niche but it was like a, it was like a, he was like going back to his usual but in a different way and um, to be fair the crazy thing so DJ Method who, before, who produced one of the songs that's on the EP he actually makes him off his phone but when you hear them, you won't, you won't believe me. Mm, like, they're, they're incredible. But he makes them off his phone when he's at work. Nuts. Well, that was incredible. This Thank you so much. And I'm so glad that we've, that we've broken the ice with, um, with this creative bub bubble that you guys Yeah, well, this got, is what I was like, hoping. This is what I thought I'd bring Marcus through because he deserved, like, you and the eyesight guys, you did, like, you have, a, you have you, 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 the things you're doing are going great, but I think you just deserve so much more, man. Honestly, like, I just can't put it into words, really. Yeah, thanks, man. I really appreciate that. Too. <laughs> no worries, man. I, I want to find your. Um, here we go. I want to show Verity the, uh, the the Instagram and get a reaction. Look how amazing this is this, for an Instagram. Look at that. Is that Marcus's personal Instagram? No, it's Isai. I was going to say because Isai and Marcus's personal, they're nuts. The way it all fits together. That's so clever. <laughs> this is what I mean. That's, this is what I mean. All, that's and that's Tom, just Instagram. That's Tom, like he's a graphical genius, to be fair. That. That's insane. Yeah, we do a bit of all sorts, but I can't yeah. not you praise the guys enough because they. But see what I mean? He's so humble. He's like, you oh yeah, we do sections then, like three at yeah, a time or something. We do this, we do that. Yeah, look at the that's the guy's yeah, incredible. Right. Guys, uh, if you're listening to us, go to Ice, as in Ice is in cold. I, E Y E Media, Ice 
I Media and give them a follow because the work they do is incredible and it's all it's all a bunch of creatives doing creative stuff. Yes, right, yes, we're going to yes. have to round this up, guys, because no uh, we've been going for a long time, but this has been fantastic. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Thank you so much for... I'm glad we fi- finally managed to get this Lovely done. Lovely stuff. I'll be back. Don't worry. Next week, same time. <laughs> <laughs> triple J show. I think everyone will be annoyed with me after a while. I want to say about me no. chewing biscuits, no. not Triple J. <laughs> because I love this because it's a different if it's, it's different uh, different speed for us and yeah, I think yeah. people need that. I think it's bit. healthy for the town, definitely. You've definitely been a palate cleanser. I think, I think people listen into this they'll realize i'm not like your usual yeah man all this hit this rap and i'm not not that guy i'm just you know well, don't do a kanye and flip on us okay <laughs> this is what i mean like I think- <laughs> he, was, he was against all that and then he went and did the same thing he rapped I'm, against my whole thing is what <laughs> the last thing i'm gonna leave you on because i waffle a lot is like uh, my whole brand now is i don't want to be the usual rapper i want to be the rapper that I, I looked up to rappers when i was younger but if I had, if I was listening to the wrong rappers, well, not the wrong rappers, I think rap in general is sick, but for a young, to influence a young person, you need a specific type of rapper. And I'm trying to be that specific type of rapper because I think at the end of the day, as a rapper, rap's cool, but you also got to set an example. And I think that's where I want to be at. I, I want to be able to be cool you, and set an example. What mood you're in, doesn't it? You know? Yeah, 100%. But I like, mean, I think you can be, you can be in every single mood possible, but you can still set a decent example. I'm not saying you have to be the, an angel all the time, because I'm not. No one's an angel. Do you know Do you know one of the things I've thrown in, this again, we're coming to the end. Uh, one of the things, when I'm feeling really down and really miserable, which is quite a lot lately. Oh, um, that's sad. It's like, I throw on Lonely Island. Lonely Island. I'm a big fan me, of Lonely Island. Right? It's just like one of the most underrated like rap groups of all time. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I watched big. early Lonely Island as well. Like, um, we like sports and we don't care. Guy one, guy two. Yeah, that's cold. That is so <laughs> sick. <laughs> From the edge of the to the Super Bowl. <laughs> poor Steve, poor Steve. Uh, <laughs> go and listen to Lonely Island. Um, Verity, have you got any questions to ask before you get out No, I just, it's been really nice meeting you. And yourselves, honestly. And... I, I, like Alex said earlier, your energy is just insane. <laughs> it's wicked. Oh, so I really appreciate that because it's nice to have my energy in a place where it's respected. Not, not, not respected, where it's useful. I'll tell you something. This has been now, officially, the longest official episode. I knew it was going to be that way. <laughs> no, but- I just know I could go a lot longer. I could double it, triple it sometimes, you know. <laughs> triple, I'd have it no other way. I'd have it no other way. I've got to get this one to bed. I need to get this one home. <laughs> I'll keep talking. We'll, 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 you can stay up a bit longer if we I carry on talking. Get in the comments. Uh, if you want Jay back on the show, oh, drop us sick, a comment man. and let us know that you want him to come back. And we'll give you some topics. So I'll say yeah, we'll yeah, do. definitely. Topics. With so if Jay. I comment like 50 times, will that be enough? <laughs> you know, what if I do it? Does okay, that count? Okay, the next time you come on the show, yeah. you can host it. Really? That'll be sick. And me and Verity will be the guests. Oh, man, that's you know great. what? Like, when cool. I say that, if you cool. if you give me enough time, I'll I'll get myself some intro music and everything. Like seriously, I'll I'll go in. <laughs> I'll even like if you if you if you let me if I can do it, I'll have my own sounds and I'll, I'll go in. Like trust me, give me three months and I'll be there. Three months, okay. Yeah, right. we'll do it live. Yeah, that'd be sick. Put on Twitch or something. I'm you, joking. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Verity's <laughs> <laughs> like, shut up. Man. <laughs> We could do it as part of a show. Like, I'd love to do that because I'm always looking at expanding well, my shows. They're different. If you listen to this and you want more Jay. before the show or after the show, I'm up for it. Or more Marcus, if you want more Jay yeah, or more is, Marcus. Where I am, Marcus is always at. He'll balance me. Marcus is there to balance me. So if right. there's somewhere I could potentially misbehave, Marcus is there to sort me out. <laughs> right, so you in. <laughs> where can people listen to you? Uh, so socials and stuff. I'm everywhere under Triple J. That's T-R-I-P-P-L-E-J-A-Y-Y. Two P's, two Y's. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, ev- I'm everywhere at that at, I believe. Yeah, 
Yeah. Even my email. If you want to send me anything, <laughs> triple J at gmail.com. There you go. Run up the Spotify though. Yeah, Mark, obviously, yeah. yes. Run. All social media, same thing, triple J. All, yeah. all one word. Marcus? Um, so, yeah, just Marcus Hart or uh, ISO Media. I'd say refer everyone to ISO Media. Um, yeah. Yeah, take a look at that ice eye media. <laughs> um, also as well, what we're asking for, this is going to go out in like three weeks' time, but I'm still going to keep banging that drum. Uh, we're applying for funding and uh, we need what we need to do is we need to evidence what we do in the community, uh, the, the sort of the impact we have in, in Shrewsbury, the, the locals, uh, the communities as well that we work with. Um, so what we're asking people at the moment, I've got my analytics, that's great, that's kind of what I sent them before. Sick. Um, we have um, uh, a few things that we've worked on. We've got evidence, videos, but we can do that as well. But what I could do from you guys, the listeners and past guests too, is some testimonials. So if you guys have been on the show before and you enjoyed it, if you listen to the show and you enjoy it, just send us a little quote. You know, I really enjoy the Shoes of Biscuit. Send it into our inbox and then I'm going to collect them, throw them in a document and then next time we go for funding, we can be like, look, there it is. Can I say that, like, when I come on the podcast, you didn't even let me talk. Like, I just didn't even get a chance to speak. Like, Triple J didn't get enough airtime. Triple J, quite as nice. Yeah. They cut me off. They, they cut me off half an hour in. I'm fuming. I'm surprised Marcus isn't ringing the neck. <laughs> oh, he, he will when we leave. He, just, he doesn't like to embarrass me. You see, it's quite professional. Marcus is amazing. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, thank you, Jay. Thank you, Marcus. Um, and thank you, everybody, for, for listening. Verity, I've forgotten your name. I'm really yeah, sorry. I knew you did. Yeah, yeah. Josie. Josie as well. You were great. Um, we'll catch you guys next time. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>